part of the game is that? You taking her to Red Lobster with the cheddar biscuits. The fam ain't eating cheddar biscuits, but this random broad is eating cheddar biscuits. I know the game. Your granddaddy knows the game. Game recognized game, granddad. I recognize game. Your granddaddy recognized game. Game recognized game, and you looking kind of unfamiliar right now. I, I can't. Where's granddad? Can I help you, sir? I ain't got time to mess around with y'all. I got a date. Get out the way. Uh, what you just heard was uh, the departed John Weatherspoon, who passed away on uh, October 29th. Um, that was a episode from the Boondocks. I'm not sure what episode. But we're definitely going to get into talking about John Weatherspoon. But let's just go around the room and check on everybody real quick. B, what's good? Good, man. Everything is good here. No doubt. Joe? Oh, everything good over here, too, man. No doubt. Vegas ain't. Nah, I'm not in Vegas, but everything all good. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to hear that. But as I said earlier, what we did here was uh, John Weatherspoon his and uh, his Boondocks character, uh, Grandpa Robert, I think it was Robert Jebediah, if I'm not mistaken. Granddad Robert, Robert Jebediah. Freeman, yeah. You know, the, that was, that was, I, I like that clip. That's from mm-hmm. a, a funny episode when uh, Granddad met this young, fine, uh, a high yellow chick and whatever, then he started, like, courting her. And uh, mm-hmm. and the boys, uh, Riley and uh, Huey, they, they noticed the chick was, like, you know, kind of like a little skank, little scallywag, little hoe, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, and he, he didn't see it, you know, he just saw this beautiful young thing that was fucking with him and shit. And they shot the Cat Williams coming in there um, playing the pet name Slickback. Um, he came back to get that hoe, whatever, and shit. And that was, that was just a dope episode and shit, and that's yeah. a classic little back and forth between uh, John Witherspoon, his granddad, and uh, the illustrious uh, Regina King. As uh as Riley and shit, I, I just let the little Cheddar Biscuits line and shit, you know. Said the bitch eating Cheddar Biscuits, taking the Red Lobster and shit. You know, Red Lobster right. is like heavy in the hood and shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's like, that's like high class for you know motherfuckers don't know better. But uh yeah, I mean John Witherspoon, he's that dude, man. Like fucking everybody know like from Boomerang and from the Friday movies and from the Wayne's Brothers show. Yeah, and, uh, house the party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, house party, first house party. And uh, yeah, the boondocks, man. And it's crazy because um, remember they were talking to him for a while about the boondocks coming back. You, oh, you don't know the boondocks, you wild. I never watched, the, I never seen an episode of the boondocks. Yo, I be feeling like, yo, but you know that you were supposed to have. That's why you brought it up. Niggas like, yo, you always bringing up some shit you supposed to have did, but didn't nah, I do. I know, I know, I know, I know. Boondocks? Had, I'll tell a story about that later, but All Kiss right. was supposed to be on that, so I feel some sort of way. But go ahead. Nah, but yeah, I mean, that was like classic. And, and it, it kind of sucked because Boondocks was coming back. And I know he was happy about it. He was talking about it at different places. So yeah. I wonder what that's going to do to the show. You know what I'm saying? That's, you know, that's small next to the man passing away. But, uh, you know, he was looking forward to that. More of that classic on John Witherspoon shit. You know what I'm saying? Word. But yeah, you got any like history on that? Like anything else we want to speak on? Nah, 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 I don't have any real history. I mean, I know that he, you know, he toured with um, uh, Tim Reed was a great friend of his. He got a lot of jobs working with Tim Reed. He did some work with Richard Pryor. You know, like you already mentioned the things that you know our culture will know from. Obviously, Willie Pops Jones from the Friday series, and we talked about the house party, and we talked about Pops on the Boondock. I'm sorry, Pops on the Wayans. 
as well. Those I think will be his more well-known things that everybody. Boomerang. Yo, boomerang yo, as yo well. you know your dad got him. He mentioned it. He mentioned it. I said, that boomerang. Yeah, like, that's it. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? But God rest, God rest him and everything like that. As I said, he passed on uh, October 29th, so God rest the dead. You know, RP to his, you know, to him and, you know, well, wishes to his family and everything like that. I know he survived by two kids. I'm not sure if he was married or not. Um, then I got bang! Mushrooms! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's Fuck a great that, movie. Man. Yeah, he gonna stay around, man. He ain't dying. He's staying around. Oh, he's yeah. Yeah. yeah, his one line is gonna live forever. His one line is gonna live forever. He gonna live forever. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, on to some uh, other, you know, perturbing news. I can't say as of yet because it's still an unfolding story. Uh, the Rodney Reed story. Um, I know I mentioned it. In the group, and I know I mentioned it in the group chat, and there's a lot of information that's coming up and in around what's going on. Obviously, um, he is an inmate in Texas who's actually scheduled to be executed later this month and has been in prison for about 20 uh, years. 20, yeah. Going, yeah, and in prison for 20 years. However, he's maintained his innocence, and um, it, his uh, case has come to light. Uh, from the innocence, uh, the innocence group, and you know the likes of Kim K, Rihanna, Questlove, and Ti McMill have brought it to the forefront, and now it's be, uh, now it's trending. I'm going to read this from Vox. So Rodney Reed, who was scheduled to be executed late this month, has spent the past two decades on death row for a murder he says he did not connect, commit. Now a new witness has come forward claiming that it was the victim's fiance, a former police officer who killed the woman, and not Reed. On October 30th, Reed's lawyers and the Innocence Project, a nonprofit organization, we're very familiar with the Innocence Project, filed an application for a clemency with the Texas Board of Pro, Pro, excuse me, Pardons and Paroles following the sworn affidavit of Arthur Snow, who says an ex-officer, Jimmy Fennell, confessed to the murder of Stacey Stites. That's the woman he's convicted of uh, murdering when the two men were in prison together. And doesn't this sound familiar? I mean, I think we just saw a movie not too long. Excuse me, a miniseries not too long ago about this similar situation. Um, Reed, oh, nah. No, nah, it does. Reed has long admitted to having been in a romantic relationship with Stites, but at the time of the trial, no witness would collaborate the affair. Now Stites' cousin and a former co-worker have both come forward. Oh, did I say something wrong? I just said collaborate. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's cooperate the affair. Now, Stites' cousin and former co-worker have both said the two were involved, according to the Innocence Project. So I was just reading a, a lot of because that was new information that I had not seen. I kind of just saw Kim on, uh, I think she was on a couple of talk shows talking about it. Then when I started to look it up, I noticed there were new information that had come forward that she was killed by a former fiance for having an affair with him and then obviously like i said this other gentleman this gentleman actually admitted jimmy fennel confessed to the murder of the of the, of uh stacy stites while they were in prison to while they were in prison together yeah i Both mean it, it, it was yeah, it was a week ago on uh october 29th and shit the that guy was arthur snow uh former member of the aryan brotherhood and shit said that 
you know, went down at this cop or whatever, uh, was in there, and he said that the dude said, I had to kill that nigga loving um, fiance. I think it was his, it was his girl or something. Like maybe she was yeah, like, it was she was with this, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, that that's all like the, um, I mean, this is one of people that they've been like talking about, like the Innocence Project, everybody knows the Innocence Project. Um, right. set up to like use like you know DNA um, evidence that wasn't available or maybe wasn't like handled right and like the past to kind of exonerate these people that have been on like death row like wrongly accused wrongly convicted and um yeah I mean it, it's, it's sad you know what I'm saying like a man might do like uh did like 20 years and he maintained his innocence you know the whole time which you know I guess a lot of niggas doing shit but right. with all of this like jankiness with the trial like like he said before, people he talked about, they had, like, a romantic relationship, but no one could, like, corroborate it or whatever. They never found the, um, well, with the murder weapon, they didn't test it for, like, any kind of DNA evidence and shit like that. But that, like, well, I'll stop you there, because they did find, they didn't find Fennel, who, the person that said did the murder, they didn't find his, because he was an original suspect, but they weren't able to find any DNA, but they did find uh, Rodney Reed's DNA. And that's why he ended up being convicted with the crime because they did find his DNA on, on the murder weapon. Time, I, I said that I said the murder weapon. I'm talking about the whatever. I said the on the murder weapon. They didn't find it was the murder weapon was never tested for DNA. If they okay. found DNA on her, they found her whatever and shit. But yeah, I mean it was a whole bunch of like you know bullshit. Like um, mm-hmm. they 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 thought they got the guy and they didn't even look at like Jimmy Fennel like that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's shit, like, you know, it's, it's one of them things, and it was an all-white jury, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's Texas, and, you know, they just... And it's a white just, woman, and he's a black man. Yeah, so, I mean... And, I mean, what'd you say, 20 years ago? That was way more racist then. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they, yeah. that, the vibe of everything was just way more racist, so, I mean... Yeah, I mean, you know, that's not long after the Rodney King riots and shit. If they see a nigga, they gonna get that nigga. You know what I mean? Hip-hop was on the rise and shit. Like, yo, you gotta pay attention to the vibes and the trends of white people. You know what I'm saying? If some shit scares them, shit happens. You know what I mean? And during that period of time, man, gangster rap happened. You saw the riots every day and shit like that. Not, not all, It's not long after that. We've seen Central Park Five. They started ever since then. They was they was attacking the world, wilding, and you couldn't gather in groups and shit. Like they overreact to shit. Some white people seen some this black dude. His DNA was enough. Black people was predators to them. That's it. Who? What y'all banging pots and pans and shit? What's going on? That sound like Joe. <laughs> <laughs> nah, go ahead though. Nah, it, I mean, I, I really don't have a, a lot on this. Don't, the real thing that I have an issue with is, like, not even an issue, but maybe I, I just don't know enough to, to have a real answer for it. But, like, why do we always find out so late? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it seems like, dang, time crunch last minute with this guy, and now it's getting hot. Like, why wasn't it hot? Well, I mean, that's how, I mean, that's how it goes. I mean, the, the name has been out there. The story's been out there. But the thing about it is, like, it was like Innocence Project and you got like other people yeah. that like do this type of shit. Yeah. Like they, they, they constantly grind it, you know what I'm saying? Right. That's Especially right. As, and, yeah. and when it comes down to it, it's like it's kinda like I guess if someone is like looking for like a someone's on like the heart donor list or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers all be on the list, but it's like a certain like who's most critical and shit. Like this shit's most critical because this man's supposed to die on the twentieth. You know what I'm saying? It's the fifth. Yeah. That's so true. it's like just when it gets to that point where it's like, 
His, there's been people, that, yeah, yeah. There's some people yeah. have been like exonerated that we don't even know their names and shit because yeah. they got their shit off. But now it's like, yo, this is like the this He's is up, crunch yeah. time. Now you get to now our our um influence and uh, marketing budget right. and shit is going to be used on this. I get it. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, and it's interesting. That's the um, what is it, the twentieth? They put them in the de- if they put in the death on twenty. That's the same day as the next Democratic debate. I wonder if something like this will wow. come up. It would have yeah. to come up, but I, yeah, I mean, oh no, I, it's it's kind of weird, but like right now, what what's that? That oh. was Siri. Go ahead. Uh, no, nah, my bad, yo, because right now I'm watching. You know, it was election day a lot of places today, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, Virginia York, state Virginia. senate just flipped um to Democrats, and Kentucky just got a Democrat mayor. Or wow, even with and that's with. Trump, he just uh he campaigned in Kentucky yesterday. Yeah, what they got he? him. They they just they just flipped and got a Democrat governor. Wow. Bashir. I'm looking, yeah. man. It's a, it That's yo, important. it looks like the Democrats. Yeah, like they they just took Virginia Senate, state Senate, and they took the um governor shit uh from Kentucky. Like this shit is looking like if I'm Trump, I'm scared. Because I know, you know, Kentucky is not going to vote just for there, literally. Yeah, but they're yeah. still not going to vote Democrat. I just wouldn't believe it. You know what I mean? Possibly, but I wouldn't yeah, believe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's a red but, yeah. Right, but but they, but it looks like the trend of, you know what I mean? Just, uh, I got to support this guy. Like, they're trying to check and balance that shit. And, you know, that's, that's we overcorrect. And as long as we notice this is a goofball, you know what I mean? They're going to do what they got to do to take care of that shit. That's what's up. Yeah, and just to close out on Rodney Reed, there is... Yeah, a, my bad for hijacking that. No, no, that's fine, that's fine. There's a site out, uh, freerodneyreed.com that is where you can sign a petition as of right now. I believe there's been like about 300,000 signatures that have gone. And I honestly don't know if that means anything or if it's just the fact that now that the likes of Rihanna and Kim K and right. everybody is stepping forward that now people are just signing. But you know what? If it can save this man's life, especially if he's innocent, you know, then I'm then I'm all for it. Um, excuse me, I'm all for it, and it'll be up to uh, Governor Greg Abbott to show clemency. So we'll be watching within the next two weeks to see, you know, because I'm sure this is going to evolve. It's going to get bigger as the time as we get closer to that to the 20th. You said right, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, as we get as we get closer as we get closer to the 20th. Damn, right before Thanksgiving. That's shitty. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's shitty. But on to some other shittiness. Trump. <laughs> Let's give a Trump impeachment update. Um, there's actually been a lot that's happened. We haven't spoken about. It. I think we. I know we didn't speak about it last um, part, but let's get into it now. And I'm going to read this from the uh, Washington Post. Uh, a divided House took a critical step forward in, in its impeachment inquiry into President Trump on Thursday, approving guidelines for the public phase of the probe as the top White House official corroborated earlier accounts that the president pressured Ukraine to investigate a political rival. Rival. The the House approved the resolution 232 to 196. So obviously the Republican opposers in the House definitely uh, voted against it. Um, the nearly party line vote came as Tim Morrison, a top official on Trump's National Security Council, testified in a closed door deposition. Morrison backed up previous testimony that the president withheld nearly 400 million in military aid to the Ukraine, which we spoke about before, to pressure the country into announcing investigations into former Vice President Joe Biden and interference in the 2016 uh, election. So there's there's a lot there. I mean, that's just that's literally just the first step. Yeah. Yo, I ain't gonna lie, man. 
I'm I'm wondering when the Republican Party is gonna like flip or at least take notice and want to back away from this shit. Cause like everything, every time they come out and say something on his behalf, like he burns them immediately. Yeah. Starts admitting yeah. to shit and all the rest of that stuff like that. Like he burns them. Nobody can nobody can have his back really, and they they keep trying. And the excuses that they have, like he immediately kills it, and the facts immediately kill it. And yo, dude is dude. He, he has no shame, and these people are riding with him. And we've seen the people that ride that, that have been riding with him, like the Manafors and, and um, his former lawyer, I forget what his name is, and whatever. He's in jail. Like, they're all in jail. Mm-hmm. And then they, they got the other guy that, that's um, Roger Stone. He, he's Roger up Stone. Trial. Yeah, he's about to go to yeah, jail, too. Like that. Yeah, that so it's like, so all these niggas is going to jail for trying to have his dudes back, right? Y'all are in Congress. He's going to be gone pretty soon. Like, no matter what, he will not be president forever. You're in Congress a lot longer than that. You do not want this to have this on your record. But these motherfuckers are still riding. What? Because they scared? Because of what? Like, what is the thing that they riding for for this guy? Like, I don't get it. You know what I mean? Is his power and aura that great? You know what I mean? I mean, are they, are they just, like, towing the party line? Like, it got to be. Like, they gotta come down to that because they, they, they can't like this motherfucker. No, they definitely don't because the same dude, this is what's so funny about it. The same dudes that had said that, that he was working with Russia before were Republicans on hot mics. You know what I mean? They said mm-hmm. it before. That, listen, now he's now they're all riding for him and saying, oh, none of this shit is true and these are all fake. And they're trying to attack American heroes based on this shit. You know what I mean? People who worked in nonpartisan roles for over 30 years. You know what I mean? They're just calling them never Trumpers and shit like that. Like these motherfuckers are going super hard for the president and it makes zero sense. And like it's yeah, it's party line and all the rest of that shit, but it's deeper than that party shit at this point, y'all. It's something else but that they going for. I've I've seen like um um Mitt Romney come out against Trump and just say, you know, there's certain things that he don't like, and then the next day I've seen Trump tweet literally <laughs> on the back of him being impeached. He's saying to uh, where's Wim Romney? Is it Utah? Where's he at? Yeah, it's Utah. Yeah. It's Utah. They're saying he, they're asking him to impeach him to yeah, impeach he Mitt Romney within the own within the own party. Well, what I'm saying is it's within his own party. Right. So it's yeah. just it's, he's just like all over. He's like erratic. With yeah, you know, if you mention his name though, he does not mm-hmm. waste the time. He responds, y'all. You know what I mean? That's I mean, the I was, thing. You know so they got to join together. The, you know what it looks like to me? What is the um? What is that movie with um? Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, The Wolf of Wall Street, when like yeah. shit was getting tight and he just got, he just kept getting crazier and crazy. He just kept saying, "Fuck it, I'm gonna keep going with the lie no matter what. I'm gonna keep going and going and going and going and going." Yeah. And that's how I look at Trump. Like he know, just man. keeps going no matter what. In the Wolf of Wall Street, he 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 was riding for his people though. Yeah. Like, he was he was keeping that, that shit tight. That motherfucker was loyal, yo. Shout yeah. out to uh, what's his name? Jordan Clear Belfort. Yeah. Oh, Jordan Belfort. The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Cat, the, the person. Yeah. One I mean, now, honestly, yeah. But I was talking about the way he was spiraling, really. That's no, I, I get it. My bad, Joe. Yeah. Boy, what you saying? No, I feel you. But I mean, the thing with Donald Trump, like, I mean, did we expect anything else? You know, I mean, this man is on Twitter. He old as shit. He on Twitter, yeah. like talking bullshit. Yeah. Like this is it's just odd. Like a president, a president. If you on Twitter, you just announce like certain events and shit, certain like things that went well. You give like well wishes to tragedies. That's what you're supposed to be yeah, doing on Twitter. Yeah. 
you ain't supposed to be out put my socks on today and shit and heard these motherfuckers talking shit about me. <laughs> Fuck these niggas. They got dirt. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's what the man wake up and do. Yeah, he, he worse yeah, than yeah. like the he worse than the the mumble rappers and shit. I'm glad this nigga. I'm I'm shocking on Instagram, y'all. Yeah. If the motherfucker was like more in shape and his hair looked like you know decent and shit, he probably would be on Instagram. Yeah, they don't want y'all seeing him that much. You see yeah. him that close and shit. You know what I mean? Tan don't be right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I mean he's a wild dude, yo. Like, and Joe's a hundred percent right. And Alex, yo, like you guys picked up on it. Really, every time there's an issue that pops up. He does get definitely erratic, Alex, to use your word. And and he tweets more. You know what I mean? Yeah. To to Joe's point, like like it all just starts it becomes very obvious that something's wrong. You know something's gonna happen right before it happens because he, the way he starts acting. You know what I mean? He started doing that on Sunday and then Monday, you know what I mean? Damn uh, testimonies and all the rest of this shit. And he's like, Oh, you're fucked up now. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just it. But really, it's wild. Like, uh, you know, it's hard to focus on the facts here because I don't know at the end of the day if the facts are going to matter. I think it has to be true that most people don't just don't personally like this guy. You know what I mean? And then if you voted for him, at least half of them are embarrassed that they voted for him. At least half of them. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to follow up with you. You um, briefly mentioned Robert Stone. Roger Stone, excuse me. Um, he's definitely, right now, they are choosing the jury, and he, he's kind of acting erratic, too, because he's... Yeah, but he's crazy and I was reading story. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, no, I don't know much about him. So was, okay, I so he was, complaining of, like, he was complaining of food poisoning on Tuesday, and then complained to the judge that he didn't want to participate in the, in the jury selection, and how he appeared ill, and bottom line is they're looking to, for uh, court, the court, Proceedings to begin as of Wednesday, they've chosen the jury selection. So we'll find more out about the entire case as they start testifying, and we'll be able to bring you more of the information. I didn't know if you had any more on that besides they're just choosing jury selection right now. Okay. Well, um, anything else on his impeachment or like the proceedings? I mean, listen, (laughs) man, it, it keeps trending towards impeachment on the polls. You know what I mean? It's hard for me to like just straight up believe that because I don't trust these motherfuckers out here in America. But I mean, it's trending that way heavy to where people just actually like the idea of impeachment at this point. And that's really all it is, man. I mean, the rest of that shit, man, we'll, we'll, we'll probably see a whole bunch of shit. We got to check the timing of it. I mean, Democrats better move quick. They don't want to get into next year still dealing with this shit. And then you go into an election year. You know what I mean? Like, so you want to move quick on this shit. But it is what it is, y'all. Right. Um, in other news, actually, in, in, in regards to the uh, Democratic primaries that would be coming up, one actually candidates, uh, Beto has dropped out of the race. And of course, as most politicians do when they drop out of a race, they vow to, you know, support whoever is the nominee at this point. I don't really Fuck think that nigga. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we need to really go into it uh, that much, but he's he's uh, done. I mean, like I said, I thought it was interesting because he had the variety Beta was the guy. He had the he had the he had the HBO special. Like I thought, just by the the way the setup, by the setup, I was like, wow, they're really pushing him. They chose him to be next. America kind of even chose him to be next. The party chose him to be next. But he was fifty percent weird. You never knew whether he was going to be super weird. Something super weird coming out of his mouth, yo. Nigga wasn't the one. I mean, the problem with it. Um, I mean, yeah, definitely when he was running for uh, that Senate campaign. 
he like you know got a lot of that national like press mm-hmm. to him and he had that look he kind of felt like a kennedy you know what i'm saying he had like the look he had the talk he had the all of that like you know really good shit but it's like when you put a motherfucker on that stage you know what i'm saying it's like the nigga won like american idol and they put out his album and it's like yo this nigga ain't it you know what i'm saying that's kind of like how his whole shit went like he never really right. showed well in the debates you know what i'm saying and it's a shame because he like if he would have been as advertised then yeah he would have been that guy. young like fresh face that yeah. you know people could like rally around and shit now we just left with these old motherfuckers i mean i'm gonna be real oh yeah, yeah no and he's from texas i'm gonna be real though the appeal of him was created by the hype like i yeah. think i feel like the democrat party created a hype you know what i mean and then told everybody it was appealing and you know it's a binary system you either democrat or republican people bit you know what I mean? But then the more the more he was around, the more funny in the light he looked after that election. Yeah, he, he when when he wasn't under um, the Democrat Party control anymore, and they were mm-hmm. they weren't harnessing his vision. Like the first thing I saw him do was a video at the dentist chair, and he looks fucking weird. He was a fucking weirdo. Like why are you taking a video of you getting dental work? You know what I mean? And then he just used to say weird shit, and then then the the um weird stories that he used to create about like killing people when he was kids came out and shit. And it was like, everything about this guy is a fucking weirdo. Do we even know him? You know what I mean? He wasn't, I didn't know, but I didn't know he, who he, he didn't want to waste time anymore. Yeah. I yeah. did not want to waste time on him really, but I didn't know who he was. I remember when we initially first started talking about it and who was actually putting that hat in the ring. If I'm not mistaken, I thought, Aunt, if I'm not mistaken, just correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Ant the person that was talking about Beto at first? No. At first. I don't know. Or was it? Was I it? He was the first I, person I, I would put the money that he wasn't, but I mean, I think it was me. <laughs> well, either, either way, way, he had a, he, you know, to quote Jay Z, he had a spark when he started, but now it's just garbage, so get yeah. him out of here. Yeah, I mean, um, I respect him for like bowing out, you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck it, you know, you're done, get out. I yeah. wish a few more other people would do that, but you know, exactly. Yeah, uh, but let's talk about. Elizabeth Warren, she actually released her health care plan. Um, and I'm reading this from CNBC. Senator Elizabeth Warren pledged Friday not to raise middle class taxes to fund her Medicare for all plan, responding to pressure she faced as she emerged as a frontrunner for the Democratic presidential nomination. In a new outline, Warren's campaign said her single payer health plan would cost the country just under $52 trillion over a decade which includes a $20.5 trillion in new federal spending. It estimates the proposal will cost just less than the estimated $52 trillion in spending for the current system over 10 years. I haven't had a chance to read it. I was just like reading the key points in which I know they're just taking excerpts uh, of it. So I wouldn't be able to read it, but I'm just pointing out what she's trying to do. What she's yeah, doing. look, fuck all that reading that type shit, right? You know why? Elizabeth Warren has been saying the same exact thing for a long ass time. I feel bad for her that she had to come out and say, ooh, a new proposal, and I'm saying that I'm not going to put tax on the middle class. She said it a million times. You know what the fucked up part about America is, yo, get back to this shit, American (laughs) politics party and shit, right? Is this nigga Trump, all he does is say what the fuck he's going to do, and he said, yo, I'm going to build a wall. Who going to do it? Mexico going to pay for it. Nigga gives no facts. You know what I mean? Just, no, trust me, they'll pay for it, right? 
Elizabeth Warren will lay out her plans. She was the only candidate from day one that had all her plans out. She keeps telling everybody all this shit. She knows all the shit about the fuck going on. What's the one knock that motherfuckers have on her? Not enough information. Nigga, she tells you all the time exactly what the fuck it is. The rest of these people could get away with this shit. Like Trump, he gets away with no information at all. And the chick Elizabeth Warren give you all the information in the world. And the number one knock on her is no information. But see, that's the best way to like combat someone that does have information. Exactly. <clears throat> people, I feel gotta, like... people gotta go out and like, you know, read the shit or say, Oh, the yeah. shit's right here, you can read it. But if you got enough folks saying she doesn't know what she's talking about, she doesn't right. really have a plan. And right. then you attack it and say, Yeah, that works in theory, but in reality they tried this here and then it didn't work yeah. out. I mean, that's pretty much how they combat like any type of plans and shit. It's easy. Someone has a plan. They don't know nobody's gonna really read it. Nobody know nobody's gonna really read a fifty. You know what the fact is? Yo, another fact, right? Like she's talking about spending. You know what I mean? Spending now Republicans keep on acting like they're super scared of spending. It's been the Democrats presidents that cut budgets and lower deficits and, and even end up in surpluses. Every time a Republican gets in office, the deficit and the debt goes up. This is a fact. I'm talking about Trump spending on those tax cuts. I'm talking about Reagan spending on those on those tax cuts and Reaganomics and the um, Star Wars systems and shit. I'm talking about George Bush. I mean, there wasn't there wasn't a spending bill that he didn't sign. You know what I mean? Republicans get away with that shit. They get and was Bush handed a sur- Bush was handed a surplus from Clinton, correct? Hey, from Clinton, yeah. Yeah. They're always handed surpluses in the last like twenty something years. You know what I mean? Yo, listen, man. Yo, they all they all they all fight for this shit. They 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 win on the idea that they're conservatives with money and that they are they'll protect us. You know what I mean? They own the military. Donald Trump has been fucking up all over the world. Um, you know, Syria has been taken over. You know what I mean? Like all these different places have been taken over and destroyed, right? None of that shit was happening under um, Barack Obama. Iran, none of that shit, none of this shit was happening under Barack Obama. There would be a minor excursion, right? And motherfuckers act like, oh, he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing and the world is going, going to shit. Like, Donald Trump, all this shit has happened and it's a blip on the radar of everything. You know what I mean? Nobody gives a fuck. I'm telling you, like, I just want to start focusing on the biases that we have in our minds on a lot of this shit. You know what I mean? Like, Elizabeth Warren, she got a plan that she laid out from day one. I promise you that shit ain't changed. I'm sorry that she had to say it changed, but I promise you the shit she's saying did not change from day one. You know what I mean? And but motherfuckers, all they gotta do is say what Joe said. You know what I mean? Oh, it's not enough facts. Oh, they're not saying this shit and that shit. You know what I mean? Yo, mm-hmm. listen, man. I'll tell you, United States of America. If you if I never tell y'all anything about economics in the United States of America, is our currency is fiat. What that means is we create the value of our currency. Okay, it is not based on the gold system anymore. It's fiat. So the idea of debts and deficits, yeah, it kinda is an issue, but not when you're the superpower. When you're the superpower, it's just part of the conversation. You know what I mean? So trying to attack Elizabeth Warren on trying to spend money, which would actually cut the cost curve going forward in general, because we wouldn't have to spend a million dollars for persons. Another thing I want you guys to Google, man, if you listen to this podcast, Google Million Dollar Mary, and then you'll understand why we had to have the, uh, the Affordable Care Act, and then why Elizabeth Warren is trying to look for look for ways to kind of, kind of adjust that going forward. You know what I mean? We spend a lot of money in our emergency rooms for people who don't have 
insurance and don't have and don't have doctors. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we we have to pay. We have to pay. And some of these people cost a million dollars or more. That goes that's coming out of your tax money, yo. So you want to plan like this. People want to argue. I remember I was outside. I was at a tennis tournament, right? And I was outside of there. And this white dude, I mean, he was country as shit, um, <laughs> was in the military and all the rest of that shit like that. But he was he was conservative to a motherfucker. And he was saying he was he was sitting there telling saying, I don't think it's right for us to have to pay this Obamacare. You're going to get taxed if you don't have insurance. So you don't want insurance. Well, I got insurance, but uh, I don't feel like it's right. And all the rest of the shit. And I'm, he's, all the shit he was saying was a bunch of bullshit. But I had to break down to him the fact that, listen, man, you were paying before this. Now you're paying for yourself. You were paying for somebody else before. You're paying less now, and it's for you. You, can't, you really don't have an honest complaint. You know what I mean? But, see... Back to what Joe was saying, man, it's just like if you could put an idea out there and then we got that binary political system, motherfuckers just start biting and all of a sudden they just instinctually that, you know, what I mean, instinctually they'll run to that Republican side or that Democrat side. And a lot of that shit is going to be some bullshit. Yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a bunch of bullshit. You mentioned um, Trump and saying a bunch of different things. I mean, Joe mentioned that, but uh, one of, I mean, you mentioned him about saying, yeah, we're going to build a wall and get Mexico to build for it. The funny thing about, uh, if, I don't know if y'all saw it on Halloween, he, that was one of the things that one of the games the kids played in the White House was building the wall. I heard. Like yeah, literally. I, heard. <laughs> I didn't see. I heard though. I heard that. Well, yeah, no, that, that shit was. Mm-hmm. Now I saw it because I, I wasn't mm-hmm. going to mention it, but when you mentioned it, yeah. I just thought about it. That shit is. That shit is wild. That He's such a dick, yo. Okay, wait, hold on. Let me throw something else out there, though. <laughs> let, let me throw something else out there, though. I put it on my Instagram um, this week or last, I don't know, this weekend or some shit like that. You know, Africa has been building the walls of trees. Like, we need to focus on that shit. Let me read it to you, right? More than 20 African countries have joined together to plant a giant wall of trees that will run across the continent to stop the spread of, Sahara de- of the Sahara Desert. The Great Green Wall of Africa will stretch 7,000 kilometers from coast to coast right across the continent. Right? And so I looked it up right on, on Wiki. I'm just going to read a, a short passage. Um, As of March 2019, 15% of the wall is complete with significant gains made in Nigeria, Senegal, and Ethiopia. In Senegal, over 11 million trees had been planted. Nigeria has restored 12 million acres of degraded land, and Ethiopia has reclaimed 37 million acres. All right? So... That's the shit we. I want to try to focus on, man. I'm tired. I like. I I want to acknowledge all this Trump shit, but I want to contrast it with some real shit these days, yo. Like, cause some a lot of this shit we've been dealing with so much bullshit, yo. And there's no light out there. You know what I mean? There's no light and there's no information. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And there's no there's no there's nothing else to that we can like hang on to. So while that Trump shit is always gonna be important because he's the president and it does definitely affect us, I want to have a counter message to all that shit from now on, man. I do that for me. You know what I mean? Like, in my mind, I look this shit up. In my mind, because the shit really do fuck with me. I just don't like it. You know what I mean? So I look the shit up because I got to find the light. You know what I mean? Like, I always tell, I used to tell my daughter when, when she was young, right? When you see tragedies on TV, I forgot the tragedy that, that I saw. You know what I mean? But when you see tragedies on TV or anything like that, you know, and the kids that get all upset and they think something bad, everything is bad, and be like, yo, just look at the people that are helping. Because there's always people helping. You know what I mean? Like, that's the light. 
You just keep focusing on light, man. This shit ain't gonna get to you because that Trump fatigue is serious. You know what I mean? Like again, man, I, I, we starting to not feel it the same way, but I think it have is having like a slow impact of being desensitized to our feelings because shit is fucked up. Yo, you know what? You say something like that, and that's just interesting. It was something that um, I was uh, when I was sitting in church, and one of the things my pastor said, he was like, you know, he was saying to us because you were talking about um, desensitized to it. He was like, you know, when from his mother's time or from something like that, they said if they heard something about a mass shooting, like they were appalled by it. For yeah. us, it's normal. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like this is a lot of things. Like you know, when the AIDS epidemic happened in the 80s, it was like, oh my God, what is this? Now it's like, yeah, it's normal. Like, oh now nah, they got a cure for it, nigga. Don't put a condom on. You good? Or they go give you an elixir to make you non-detectable or whatever it is. But now mm-hmm. we desensitized to it. Like it's not even what it was back then. And that that's right. that's true speaking to what you just said or just about how americans become desensitized to things and it's a scary thing i mean that's a bigger conversation but just what you just said is it's a scary thing when you start becoming desensitized that you know yeah. our kids be like oh okay that's normal now like you know yeah. school shoes are normal like they don't even think about it like that shit is scary to me. That's a and fact. It, like i said it, it deserves a a, a a more deeper conversation i don't want to get I don't, we don't need to get into but i just thought about that when you said that but um like we always say, we definitely want to always bring you the facts, especially when we're talking to weaving through a lot of this political bullshit. As you can see, Trump is the king of misdirection and you got to stay focused and understand what's going on. But we always going to be here to bring you the truth and bring you exactly what's going on. But we need to get into some back black excellence right now. Um, over the, I guess I'll say over the weekend or maybe uh, Friday or something like that. I'm not sure exactly when it happened. I know we all caught. We all saw the uh, we all saw the pics of. Uh, at Tyler Perry Studios, the two movies coming together, movie uh, cast coming together of Coming to America and Bad Boys 2, I called it a mashup of Will Smith walking on the, on the uh, Coming to America Coming to America 2 plot lot and re- meeting up with um, Eddie Murphy and some of the cast there and taking a big picture and just like, just a lot of black excellence. Like that shit was just fly to me. Like, you know, you you at Tyler Perry Studios you got two of the biggest movies, most anticipated movies for everyone on, you know, I'm saying on one stage on the Tyler Perry studios and they just coming together. That shit was just fly to me. Just seeing like a bunch of people, just a bunch of black people, a bunch of powerful black people getting together and some fly shit like that. And I didn't even know what was really going on at first because I think he teased it with just a picture. We didn't really know yeah. where it was at. And as we saw more and more, that right. they were both. They were on the last together. I just thought that was some fly ass shit. Yeah, it was some real black nigga shit. Yeah, that was some. That was just that was just some fly ass shit that I saw. Um, but on top of that, let's also start talking about some of the movies that came out this weekend. Um, I don't know that I'm gonna actually go to end on this because I don't go to the movies. I don't know if anybody else saw it, but I know that Harriet uh, Harriet came out this past weekend. It did yes. well. 12 Man, million, shit. it did 12 million, yeah, two, two, come on, Joe, it did 12, it did 12 million dollars, it did 12 million dollars in the opening, but I don't know, did any, has anybody seen it? I know Ann probably did, I did put it out Harry. there, yo, I put they it did? out okay. there, though, there was these chicks that, that, um, have been trying to put it out there, I'm, I'm trying to lay low about who they are and whatever, but I'm, certain <laughs> chicks have been out Y'all here trying to say, um, yeah, they've been trying to say, yo, boycott Harriet and all the rest of that. And and you know what, man? I, I'm sure there's somebody out here that probably has, has heard that shit 
by now or whatever. I'm be real with you. And then when the shit was happening, when they were saying all the shit, like it went in one ear and out the other because they sounded way too woke for me. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna watch that shit. Fuck that. We 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 need enough of us. We need more of us on TV, on movies, and all the rest of that shit, like images and all that. And that's all I got on that. All right, Ann. <laughs> I know. So I mean, it's a basic biopic. It's actually pretty good. Um. I mean, most of the, I mean, the controversy again comes around the whole idea of casting British actors to do parts that are based with African American look. It doesn't oh, no, They had other issues. Was that yeah, a thing? I mean, they had other issues. They, yeah, they, they, they had other issues. Nah, they, they, but they had other issues as far as what I was talking about. It, it was something about like Harriet's issue, Harriet dealing with white people. It's some weird shit. Like, I couldn't even remember, yo. It like it was weird as fuck, and and then and then and then I, I and then somebody said something about the um the British actor, and they was like, oh yeah, she she deal with white people. Too. I don't. It was something stupid. I I just it's hard to. I don't want to talk about that shit. I just want to mention that it happened. Fuck it. But how was the movie? How was the movie, Anthony? Nah, the movie was good. I think part of the controversy when it comes down to like the like. When every movie there's like the bad guy, the big bad, and Harry, you were expecting it to be, you know, white people. Right. But it mm-hmm. was basically like it was basically it was the big bad movie was like another black person. Like he was a he was a, he was a black bounty hunter. He was trying to track her down, some other shit like that. I'm like, I don't understand why people would be upset like that because you know that did happen. So I mean, it wouldn't be surprised that, you know. People of her color were trying to track her down. Like, no, not everybody was down with the cause of what she was trying to do. So, that's one of them things that's neither here nor there. All in all, it was a good movie. It was nothing really to be like trust about. It, pretty basic biopic, kind of told a straightforward story. She, Cynthia Rear was really, really good in it. Um, and not really much more you could say. I mean, I want people to support it. I, what I want people to do is stop thinking about it and looking past their biases and everything else like that and just realize that it's a good story and it's part of our history. Sometimes you gotta kind of set some shit aside and it's like, look, I want right. to do this and enjoy this because if we don't watch it, then we're like, how come we can't get this person or that person on the screen? Because you you putting petty biases in front of your face to not support them that's there. I mean, they made this movie. It's black cast, it's a black director. They're trying to put this thing together so you can go ahead and enjoy it and try to see a piece of history. Like I said, just enjoy for the fact that it's a part of what our American history was, her importance to American history. Into African Americans, and quite simply, just if you can get out and see the movie, it's it's a really good piece of art. Just try to enjoy it for what it is. Don't put your own thing into it. Just enjoy the show. It's kind of hard though, you know what I'm saying? From what I'm getting from it, it's like okay, you got Harriet and the main antagonist is some black dude and shit, and they probably got Harriet being real coochie crunch with some of these white folks and shit, and that maybe that did happen, maybe it didn't. Who knows and shit. But you know what I'm saying? I probably ain't gonna watch Harry until it pops up on TV or until I can uh, rent it on like HD uh, for like. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to buy it, you know, HD like for like twenty dollars and shit. You know, I'm gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm support because um, I always do that when it comes to black movies. I, I always pay for those. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I guess Harriet is an important story to be told. Um, Yo, is the bootleg out yet, nigga? Because I ain't gonna, nah. lie. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I, I mean, if I could catch, person, the, if I could catch okay. the bootleg camera in the 
in the theater shit. All I need to do what is hear the story. I ain't all I need is a Chinese. I need a, I need the one with the Chinese letters though. Oh, the I'm Chinese kind of or the Korean letters. I need that. The Korean songs. <laughs> yeah. I need that. Yeah. I need the funny characters. They might the like, They might like her. They might like Harriet. It might be a yeah. thing this time. Yeah. But the thing about Harriet though, I doubt that Harriet is even getting shown like overseas like that. So we may not get the Chinese bootleg. You might have to wait till. Uh, nah, I'm thinking they might. Yo, they love it. There's a bunch of overseas, you know. European actors in it, right? If I'm, that don't mean nothing. I mean, yeah, I don't know if there's a bunch, there's a couple. It's a black ass movie. I wonder how many theaters that motherfucker was actually in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm glad it did its numbers and shit, but I'm pretty sure it did its numbers off of like Atlanta and shit and like Chicago. Yeah. And like, no, I'm just saying, <clears throat> well, shit, I'm, just, I'm just saying they don't really put like black movies like that shit like overseas like that. And it wasn't a big well, nah, budget you, thing. You know, I mean, you know, you could be right, but it did get, it did get 2,000 screens in America, which is. Which is which is like it's substantial, but yet, but I mean the real movies is getting like three thousand signs screens and shit. Nah, that's what I'm movies, saying. I mean, that's like, why. That's why. Three thousand Yeah. Oh, okay, so I mean, it's not really a big thing. Like I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, you know, what I mean, I, I mean to be two thousand for what this movie is is pretty mm-hmm. damn good because fucking they'll put it because like a lot of them little black ass movies and shit. Like there might be like a thousand some odd screens and shit. You know what I'm saying? So to be at two thousand, that's pretty good. But like. All the other shit that came out against it probably came out about like thirty five hundred screens and shit like that in America. So I mean, mm, they hate. Well, to she was supposed to be on the twenty, and now niggas hating her. Yeah. I mean, but you mentioned you mentioned movies that was that was that got a lot of screens. One of the biggest flops of the weekend. I don't know if Ann saw this was um, Terminator: Dark Fate, which only brought in twenty nine. So they're calling that a complete flop. Based on the uh, first weekend, first weekend's numbers, did you happen to check? Did you see that? And they ain't go. And you no, did you? No, come on, man. I look, see? man. Look, we, we just had this no, we just had this conversation a few podcasts ago. Like, I'm sick and tired of fucking remakes, renewals, redos. Like, all right, like it's the same story. All right, someone, someone's going to save the future, then the Terminator's going to come to kill him. It's the same fucking story. Why would I need to see it again? Nah, fuck that. <laughs> Now, I'm gonna watch that shit. I don't fuck y'all. I ain't about. never watched Terminator on my Alex shit. I, that's, oh, I, I ain't, I ain't going to the movie see no Oh, okay. I'm a black ass nigga. I, I don't like being in, in like you know it take a certain movie for me to have to be in a room with oh uh, in, in a dark room with a whole bunch of people I don't know. You know what I mean? It take a certain know. type of movie, and we just want to sit there watching the same screen, quiet. Anything can happen? Nah, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that that plays on all my anxieties, y'all. Mm, it could be a certain type. It gotta be a certain type of movie. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I don't know what, what else, else came out. Anything else came I'm, out? I'm not. I'm not sure that what what really came out other than those two movies. Oh no, those were the things that I was looking at that I was aware of. Let me not say it looking at, but that's what I was aware. Of. But if Anne ain't got nothing else, I did have um, you know, they always they have a strong black. Excuse me, strong. They call it strong black lead. On Netflix, and I was talking about um, me and you, Joe, were talking about American Son. I don't know. Did oh, God. I know, I know a whole bunch of folks that did see it, mostly like black women I mean, and shit. It's, it's, I didn't know what it, I didn't know what it was. I I, I know like, exactly I what it was. That's why I, I can't wait watch to watch. Well, no, I mean, what I was saying was I didn't know that it was. When I say I didn't know what it was, I thought it was just another mo- another movie that Netflix was doing. I didn't realize it was a a, a, a stage play that was an adaptation of a stage. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. what I what I thought it was gonna be, it really wasn't. So I was kind of a little bit more intrigued about it. And like I said before, me and my daughters, 
10-7. We asked them what they wanted to watch. They saw the preview to that, and they, you know, surprising to me, they wanted to watch that, you know. Um, but I thought it was going to be a, something that was uh, like, okay, this is what it is, but it really isn't. It's really dialogue-driven. Yeah, it's, it's all yeah. right there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. I didn't know what it was. So right I, there. I go in not knowing. So being that it was an adaptation of a stage play, it was heavily dialogue driven and it's really just really one long scene in one spot. Like there's no other scenes. It's right. just in mm-hmm. this one place. So the actors that you had to have it, and now I'm just you know, probably getting a little bit nerdy about it because we talked about it before. Them just being in that one setting, it really the dial you had to have good actors. To keep the interest in the movie because there well, is no action. Honestly, you talk about you have to have good actors now. You have to have like good dialogue. <laughs> so and shit. Sit on it. No, and I'm just I'm just saying that I shit is something. If you have if you have good dialogue and good direction, and you're doing one of those movies where motherfuckers is just there and this is all you're getting, it's easy. You don't have to be like the best fucking actor. Had Kerry fucking Washington. She ain't no fucking great actor. She's a good actor, dogs. She's a good actor. She's alright. You say great, nigga. And here's the thing: that shit's easy. If you, I mean, it's not. Well, the writing and the direction—that's all you need. Shit like that. Like, if you got good dialogue, you're telling this fucking story, and it's one of the stories gonna pull at your fucking heartstrings and shit like that. I'm saying it's really timely, and shit. You know, I mean, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. I mean, did you like it? You really liked it? No, I didn't really like it because it was predictable. Like, I kind of mm-hmm. knew what the story was, but the dialogue aspect kept me, and I'm going to reemphasize, me and my 10-year-old and 7-year-old daughters engaged in the movie, and they were asking questions. So from that aspect, and I'm, and maybe I'm speaking more as a father now, and mm-hmm. open up dialogue with having black daughters and having that type of conversation, I really enjoyed it like that. Like, I'm like, I want to see it again, but I want to watch it with my now 15-year-old son. Because now I'm looking again and I'm speaking as a father, so maybe it's different for other people how they receive it. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm probably more inclined to to say that it was a good movie because of that. Like I'm looking for substance to teaching moments. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? You got the black mother. She crying. One is what's up with the son. You got the cop who's a dick. You got the ex-husband pop up. He white. You know, and then you go through all this dialogue. It's probably great dialogue and shit for to be a whole fucking movie and be such a good, like, fucking, like, player, the fuck the shit was, then you find out the son is dead, and you never see the son, you know? That's one thing a lot of folks are like, oh, where's the son? I didn't even see him. It's called American Son. You can see him. Motherfucker's dead. It's very predictable and shit like that. But, you know, God bless. I saw that shit, you know, I'm, well, I didn't see it. I saw, like, the trailer. I been knew what the movie was because they was talking about it for, like, uh, like months before that or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I might watch this shit one day if I'm really, really bored. But I decided to watch like other shit. Um, what I watch? I said I watched John Q. You watched? Yeah, then, I feel like you watched that wa- shit on purpose, though. I watched John Q. I watched uh, Malcolm X, and then <laughs> I watched Selma. Selma. <laughs> and those three was way better than that shit. See what I'm talking about? Like, type of nigga. And I watched it on purpose. I did that on purpose. Yeah, I, I, I knew you did. did. Like, I knew you did. Instead of watching, instead of watching, didn't worry about this dead, this dead biracial son. I'm like, let me see John Q. Where motherfucker actually saved his son and shit. You know what I'm saying? You say this, son. That's a way better movie. And then Malcolm X and shit. You know what I'm saying? That shit is dope. And then Selma and shit, man. Shit, way more important than that fucking fictional story and shit. You want to try and keep fiction? You right, but I still watch. You know what I mean? Like, I, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I still, I still gonna watch. I, I think it's, 
I think it's it's interesting. I, I would watch it if it was a play. So I would watch, I want to watch them. You know what I mean? It on a Netflix movie. I would go to a play and see that. Yeah, and I'm not doubting that it. it's really good. I just ain't gonna see no black mother just crying the whole time and shit. Like, where's my son, motherfucking dad? Well, I hope like, that's not it. Dad. That's why I want to watch it. Like, like I hope it's, that's not that's it. That's not that's not it. But just yeah. like to the trailer that he saw because right i still have trailer too but i i you know and joe's smart enough to know that you know i mean it's gonna be bigger than that oh no no it's, it's, it's an hour and a half yeah and i mean honestly yeah i mean and, and, and movies are like you know where they have like people in the same place and shit mm-hmm. you know they're, they're really rare but nah of course the shit got great dialogue you got motherfuckers yeah. in the same setting it's totally driven like that uh, yeah. like it's great and shit I wrote yeah, a screenplay a once. It was, it was a real short one and shit, and it was all set in the same place. It was set in uh, it was set in a living room and shit. Niggas was gonna go kill somebody. You didn't know who they was gonna kill until the end of the great and shit. I still got it and shit. I might have that shit produced by Alex one day and shit. Oh, we should add like, horrors to it. See, that's the horse? problem with shit. Yo, you gotta add horrors. Like then the horrors come through and some like the horrors. Nah, nah, like... nah. The dialogue drove, drove the whole shit. <laughs> No, it, okay, the dialogue drew the, the whole, whole shit. shit, but at least one whore being the antagonist and kind of changing the dynamics of the group is necessary. Nah, you don't need the horse for this, nah. Okay, alright, so... If the dialogue was that like, great, you wouldn't even miss the horse. Honestly, right. the dialogue was so great, trust me. If the dialogue was that great, I miss, I won't miss the horse. <laughs> Man, I no, need to see this shit. Miss the horse, dog. I need to see this shit. Let me just... Um, yeah. Let me just let me just close out. Um, uh, on did they have whores in Harriet? Yo, eh, was the whores? Yo. <laughs> they might have not been whores. They just might have been getting raped by Massey. You know how that go? That that's kind of fucked up. Wow, Follow me up uh, with that. Alex. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 Wait, nah, we're not laughing at that shit. But I'm just saying. You, you just know. did. What the you fuck? just laughed at it. Like, you laughing you're at still that, laughing. <laughs> Take a People oh. understand. We can't be said um, so you know, the, the, um, There's a couple of other movies that are on um, some of the under the strong black lead title for Netflix. Um, I'm not familiar with getting played. Actually, I don't know what listen up. The you know what I'm getting thinking. played in? That's one of those. Yeah. Isn't it like Vivek? Is that, is that Vivek? It might be. Uh, I don't Tuka play that game. Nah, getting played was another one that Vivek did. It was just wasn't as good as two could play that game and shit. It could be, it could be a follow up. You know, they were trying to. No, it's not a follow up. It was just shit getting played. Yeah. Oh, you watched that instead of Harry? I got you. Um, listen up, the lives of Quincy Jones. I don't know what that is. Um, so I don't because I'm like we already saw the other one on Quincy, so maybe there's another one. There's a Harlem Globetrotters documentary. Um, Jimi Hendrix. I'm assuming that maybe the is that the Andre 3000 one. I hope not. I heard I, that was trash. I heard it was trash. I might have actually even watched it. I don't even remember. That's what makes I saw it so a bad. clip of it and it was trash. And I'm, I just, think I might have watched and I'm just going through movies that we haven't seen. There's other movies, obviously, Sparkle, Superfly, um, Money Talks. What else, what else haven't we seen? For Amazon Prime. The Lonely. Amazon Prime has some has a lot of dope shit that, that that's been out there. Um, Mindy Kaling has, has her um has her first movie, um no like a movie that she directed. You know what I mean? She's not even really she's not the main character in the movie either. So it's on. I can't remember the name right now, but I I that's the next shit I'm gonna check. I, I watched um the Jack Ryan shit. And you watched Jack Ryan? 100%. You did. Yeah, that's right. We did watch Jack Ryan. That's right. Yeah. No, so the Jack Ryan shit is on the Amazon. That shit is dope. 
Um, what else? I started watching Goliath. It started out fucking weird. I, I thought it was like on some super normal natural shit, but it's not. It, you know what I mean? Just if you bear with the Goliath show, it's still good. You know what I mean? Goliath is on like what is second or third season. It's a good ass show. You know what I mean? And I'm 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 on episode like six or five or six of out of eight, so it's starting to get a lot better. You know I mean, you just got to bear with it a little bit because it deal with a lot of bullshit. But like Amazon Prime is coming. And I was okay, talking, everything I a, you just said is on everything you just said is on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, word. Okay. And, and that Mindy movie you were talking about, I believe, is late Amazon night. Prime. Oh. That movie, the name of that movie is Late Night. Go ahead. Oh, it is. It's called Late Night. And yeah. and I was in, so I had a fight party this weekend. And my people's over, and we was all talking about they all had pre-ordered Disney Plus already. You know what I mean? So I mean, I feel like I'm late. Like I want to get it too, cause this shit yeah. got all all That's types it. of original programming on there, and it comes with ESPN Plus and all and Hulu and all the rest of that shit too. Yeah. But like it's it's popping. Like so, there's a lot of stuff that, that you could actually just watch these days. I mean, you could probably catch an overload. I'm, I'm even a Funimation um subscriber too. You know what I mean? I watch anime and all the rest of that shit. So you know what I mean? Crunchyroll, Funimation, I got all that shit. But yeah, there's a lot out there. Um, but as far as a lot of shit that like the masses will watch, like Amazon Prime is coming. They got a lot of decent, um, decent uh, programming. Only shit I ever watched on Amazon Prime was reruns of a different Downtown world Rocky. and the Meek shit. That's yeah, no, they have you, They have original programming that's really good. Don't get it twisted. I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, oh watch no, that no, Goliath I heard they, no, I heard they were getting like you know nominations for shit. Like, the past oh yeah, they were, years. but they was yeah. only getting wrong nominations for like the transsexual shit. But, but I'm talking about like. The um there's there's a lot of other really good programming on there that I think you would really really enjoy. To be honest. Yeah. Watch that Goliath shit. Like I know you would like Goliath because it's a fucking lawyer that's a it's Billy Bob Thornton. He's a lawyer that's an asshole. Like, oh, you know I like I mean? Billy Bob Thornton. And yeah, I like lawyers. Yeah. So I guess yeah. I'll watch it. Yeah. Cause I've been stopped watching The Wire for a couple weeks. Oh yeah. No, you yeah. didn't. It was like last week you watched it. No, nah, it was about like a couple weeks, probably two three weeks. Yeah. Oh okay. All right, all right, next topic, man. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> Alex is mesmerized with our conversation. No, no, no. Actually, um, you said something. Um, I, I think it was either you or Joe. You mentioned something that just uh made me think, and I'll just do a quick blurb on it. We can get into it next week. Was about um, you were talking about something. Oh, God, I forgot what you said, but it made me think of that um, the Academy disqualifying the Nigerian movie Lionheart from the Oscars because it's written in English. But we could get into that deeper later on. But let's talk about um like I I didn't watch Power but everybody's I see fifty making Man, all type fuck of power. I ain't watching that shit no more. Fuck power. <laughs> yeah, okay. you know, power, power, power was power was um pretty it's damn power. good. I mean they had their uh, mid season mm. finale episode Nobody 10. can stop me. Yeah, I mean, no, that was the name of the uh, No One Can Stop Me was the name of the episode. And only I think thing that was bad more than the, the name of the episode. No, no, I'm just saying. That was the name okay. of the episode. And the only thing that was really, really bad about the episode was that Ghost said that to, like, everybody. Facts. And there was a couple times when niggas was coming to Ghost about to put him up on some game and shit. Like, yo, blah, blah, blah. He yo, wouldn't even you know what? You always was a bitch-ass nigga. Yeah, you know what? like, yo, what the fuck? I mean, shut up. Yo, my shit was, I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up. He said this shit to his son, he said to his ex-wife. He said that shit to Tommy. He said that shit to Tate. And Tate came to him on some real shitty, like, yo, nigga. He was about to tell him that niggas was about to be in his ass on some shit and shit about his son. And all he did was tell Tate that he was a bitch-ass nigga. And that I'm living yeah. your dream, nigga. And you ain't shit. You ain't never had it. And it's like... 
That shit. That was the only thing that was really annoying about that episode. So, it made me mad as fuck. That's good. Every time he said, "I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up, nigga." I mean, I thought the episode was good the way everybody was going that in. That and the whole who shot Jr. Because it's Dallas now. Yeah. No, I mean, no, I mean, that's just cool. <laughs> yes, like, right, I mean, honestly, yeah. I mean, you Your bring shit back shit like that. It, it, no, I mean, the thing is, you you do shit like that, and it's kind of it's kind of cool. You know, give niggas a cliffhanger, but they gave us the they gave us the wild cliffhanger. They had like half a dozen niggas with guns, like just walking in the street. Like none of these niggas drove. Everybody like walking and shit. Yeah, walking, that's crazy, yo. They it walking, look like their pistols and shit. It's like everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like the only person that didn't have a pistol was I mean I don't know. I see Tariq's gun and shit, but only person that one the bitch had a search warrant. The one that had a fucking annoying yeah. ass fucking New York voice. But not everybody like was going to kill ghosts. You see ghosts get shot. But I mean, honestly, a lot of folks liked it. Like I know a lot of my peoples that just like just really liked it. But my whole thing was, I, my whole thing was just the annoying part. We kept saying no one can stop me and shit. Like that Yo. shit was just like the that shit was like annoying. And other than that, I mean, it was pretty good to like build up for like the cliffhanger shit. And everybody know that what what was was that is that is that Dallas or is that Dynasty? Was it yeah. like, Jr. shit? Yeah. Like, yeah. Who shit? That, they did that whole shit, and like I mean, that shit was kind of corny, but it's also kind of cool. They thought they tried, okay. they, they they stole that shit. I mean, it's a good thing. Yeah, but everybody it, steals everything, so I'm, I, I mean, mean especially in. So I mean, yeah, I mean that's a good, that's all, that's that's a I'm good cliffhanger. Yeah. So I mean, we got five more episodes of this until they go into Power Book Two and shit, which Fifty's talking about Mary J. Blige and whoever survives this might be in that shit. So I mean. January fifth, the shit come back, and we gonna we ain't gonna act like we ain't gonna watch the next, next last five. I mean, we gonna watch. I'm gonna say I'm not gonna watch it. Fuck oh, you that. Gonna I watch it. You gonna yeah, watch I ain't gonna lie. I promise you, I won't. I, I swear yo, to God, you gonna watch it, yo. I, I oh, I'll probably watch it. But I yo, know. this nigga, um, this nigga Cassius Winston is fucking baller, nigga. From Michigan fuck? State. I ain't gonna lie. College basketball is back, yo. They got to watch Duke and Kansas now. Watching Cassius Stanley was alright, but yo, Cassius Winston is fucking balling, God. You could already tell he got something. Nigga special. Alex, you mad? I just don't care. I'm actually still. What I say earlier, Joe. Look, what's the game? UNC versus North Virginia. No, no, I said you special mm-hmm. on purpose for you. Oh no, I wasn't. Even, no, uh, I do okay. got UNC and Notre Dame. Somebody want to come get the tickets because I really don't care about college basketball. Um, Let me get them. When, when they? When, when's the game? I've been said that. I don't. I think it's Friday. Oh, nigga. <laughs> I'm about to get them shits away to the church or something. I'm deaf. I'm one hundred percent. I thought it was going to put them in the collection plate. I, I thought it was. I thought it was fo- football tickets. I'm not interested in this shit at all. That's <laughs> um, but go ahead. Uh, Godfather Harlem. I still haven't seen it. And, yeah, I, mean, I missed the latest episode though. Still a good show, man. Sorry. Yeah, I've seen every episode but the latest one. Yeah, it's a good show from what I hear. Since Power ain't coming back till January fifth, I'm gonna probably catch up on those Godfather Harlem shits like sometime really we get close show. to holidays and shit, like early December. Yeah. Some shit like that. Just binge on the weekend when it's probably gonna snow out this bitch. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, it's a really good show. Watch like, that it cockeyed is. nigga play Bumpy Johnson and shit. It's a good show. I mean, look, look man. Yo, that I, nigga eyes still like looking elsewhere, just like sleeping and shit. I don't. I can't tell. Like you forget. Like I either I forget about it or I can't tell. It's a good show and he's a good actor. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, now Forrest Whitaker that nigga. So man. it's hard for me to say. Like I know that you know what I mean. I'd love to see it to drop jokes with you, but like it's hard for me to say all that because, like. You you would it would be I'd be hard pressed for you to for somebody to tell me that that's not exactly how Bumpy Johnson looked, acted, and sounded. Mm. You know what I mean? That's how I felt like when I watched that. And, am I wrong? No, not at all. Yo, but, and I mean, the Malcolm X nigga, he he's really good as shit too. But like it's just like that that whole shit. I think it's the same nigga that played Malcolm X in Selma. He was only yeah. there briefly and shit. He was flirting yeah, with God. Coretta. And then the nigga died next week. I think Martin had hands in that. And mm-hmm. something, yeah. I'm just saying. You think Malcolm not? Yo, Malcolm was gay, nigga. He oh, he was flirting with Coretta. He was flirting with Coretta. No, Coretta then, was flirting with him. And then Coretta went to go see Martin in the jail and shit. And she was like, yeah, you know, he here to help. Like, Martin, like, oh, fuck that. He ain't say that like that. But he said, fuck that nigga. And shit, he said mad shit about it. He said, nah, he on some different shit now. He got a beard, he different. And then Martin, like, words, you was feeling that nigga? You know what I'm saying? Actually, he said enamored and shit. He said a lot yeah, more, yeah. like, you know. Yeah, like, nah, Are you I'm feeling not... that nigga? Yeah. yeah. And she like, nah. Martin was a hating ass she nigga, like, y'all. what nigga? All the... And he looked at like, all the bitches you been fucking, my nigga? And right. then Martin put his hand out there like, yo, baby, I'm sorry. And then she like, man, fuck your hand, nigga. And she walked up like she should have gave Malcolm some pussy. She said, like, you I remember said, that scene, was but gay. Malcolm was gay, so the nigga don't, yeah. you know what I mean? The nigga don't take pussy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta, I gotta see the show. I gotta see the show. I keep fronting on it, but I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get caught up on this shit. I definitely gotta get my. Hey yo, uh, I ain't gonna lie to you, Alex. Yo, yo the shit that's gonna trip you out about it for like the first two episodes. The music, everybody, nah, because oh. the music great. But everybody, everybody who who um, crossed Bumpy Johnson was the niggas, they got a big black nigga to come fuck up in their ass. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 I heard about him. I forgot. Did Singleton have something to do with this? Nah, it would make sense if he did, did it? Would it? Nah, man. But if you know, every time you disrespect <laughs> Bumpy Johnson, it's a big black nigga. <laughs> hey yo, it, yo, it was it was almost like how Alex. Was taking it in the ass when he was getting yeah, the um yeah. the testing. Alex, when, yo, oh. when was the last time you got the testing, y'all? Last don't, week. Got the what? Don't you go prostate, to for the John. Don't you get monthly prostate? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you like just in case the doctor be like, yo, you ain't got to come this often. Check, You're like, man. yo, I'm just trying to know. Yo, he be lying early yeah. and shit. He be like sleeping outside like they're giving away like Word. tickets or some uh, shit. Like, like, like your first. <laughs> yo, man. But yo, speaking of motherfuckers in line and shit, yo. I'm talking about the Popeye's chicken sandwich coming back, yo. Niggas have lost their minds again. Oh, oh man. man. I ain't gonna lie. Right, before y'all start sitting on niggas. Before y'all start sitting on niggas. Nah, I, I get you, and I ain't mean to cut you because that was a really good transition. I, but I just don't want y'all to shit on niggas too much because I went and got one. And <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all niggas know. Nah, so that's the only reason I was the only reason I would cut all your transition, Alex, because I don't want y'all shit on niggas too hard. Cause like, all right, me and my dog, we gonna get one shit. And I mean, first I was like, ooh, maybe I'll just have them deliver one or whatever, right? You know what I mean? But then they was like sold out on the delivery app, so I had to go get one. 
then when you get in there and shit, like you realize that it's it's not the regular drive through. This is a wraparound twice shit. And so I'm on the line and I'm like, damn, am I really gonna wait for this fucking chicken sandwich, yo? But then once you there, like you committed kinda like <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm looking at niggas inside and shit, and I, like like I'm looking at motherfuckers, I'm be like, yo, he ain't gonna get a chicken sandwich because he was walking too slow and shit like that. Then the month they got a motherfucker outside directing the traffic and telling him, like, yeah, they got them chance sandwiches still. Like this shit is crazy in that motherfucker. I'll let yeah, you know though. I'm gonna break down the sandwich, yo. For they you, just right? released it on um November third, just for everybody. Go ahead. Um, so I'll I'll break it down for you, right? The sandwich is alright. Yo, it's a good sandwich. I understand it, but the greatest appeal to it is that is it's like at a fast food restaurant and it's inexpensive. Cause I live in Atlanta, like I could go to Hattie B's and they got a lot of hot chicken sandwiches. That's what they call them. You know what I'm saying? Hot chicken sandwich spots and shit. You get a bigger sandwich and it's way doper than the Popeyes one. But the Popeyes one is still good. It's just marketing on that one and it's a little bit cheaper, probably like half the price, because it's only like three ninety nine or some shit like that. You know what I mean? So but it's I mean, it's good and all the rest of that, but you feel fat when you eat the shit. You know what I'm saying? It's greasy and salty and fat in the motherfucker, but it's not bad. You know what I mean? It's just feeling it makes you feel fat in the motherfucker. I may never in my life get one again. You know what I mean? I would like I and and, and that you know, it's not a diss or anything like that. I just don't need it in my life. I just did it to say that I did it, kind of. You know what I mean? And I may, I, there is possibility, large possibility, I never in my life go get one again. Mm. I'm going right, to treat Alex. that shit like Pulp Fiction. I, I ain't watched Pulp Fiction until like mad years after the shit came out. And I just what? watched it. And then I seen Ving Rains getting fucked in his ass and I turned it off. Hmm. And that was it. So I probably would get a chicken sandwich from Popeyes on some like fucking nonchalant shit like two years from now and be like, oh. That was yeah. all right. Yeah. Just to say, I did it. What'd you, you say? say? I just wonder how long it's going to be a loss leader. A loss leader? You, you, you said a loss leader, like they're not making money off the sandwich. You don't oh, think no, they're, they're making, making money, money off, off that motherfucker. Oh, they're making money. Bread, nigga, and like yeah. and pickle on it. So I don't know what the fuck on it. The brioche buns. It's like a brioche bun. It's like mayo and... And like spices and chicken, it, it's really they already using the chicken they already have. Just have a brioche bun to make it spicy and put it on the sandwich, man. It's not. You really think that they? You really think that they put more than four dollars into making that sandwich, Anthony? Like, no, they're no, not no, putting no. more than a dollar. I mean that. I mean that's gonna drive people into the store. But your main thing that you sell is fried chicken. And I mean the, the thing about. I, I mean, I mean, could the, could the thing that we had a conversation about before is that. Um, I mean, I told y'all before that I had a sandwich. Said, all right, it's actually pretty good, but like, you go in there expecting to get this one thing. All right, so once this one thing dies down, I mean, your Popeyes fried chicken. I'm, the Yo, and, and, it's not. They got thirty million dollars of free free marketing. No, no, they making this in the black. Yo, Anthony, I Alex assume niggas right. are still copping like fucking like eight pieces and shit and biscuits for like. I was about to, that's that's I my go to. Yo, that's my go to, Joe. Yo, Joe, listen to this, yo. I'm yeah. in there and because I took the videos and all the rest of this shit too. I did mm-hmm. it on my Snapchat, so not everybody would know I was bugging. And mm-hmm. I was looking and I was like, yo, not one of these niggas have one of the sandwiches. Like I'm looking at all the people inside of the Popeyes and they had everything but the sandwich. They had 
pies. They have a new pumpkin cheesecake pie and all the rest of it. They had the apple pie and shit. They have the chicken pieces and all the rest of that. Everybody had everything they're eating on the inside except for the sandwich, y'all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers, yo, what all? it's an entry gate. You know what I mean? It gets motherfuckers in to to going to Popeye's. Y'all seen this motherfucker. He had to be like 60. You know what I mean? He left the shit with his wife. They both had little green sweatsuits on, looking the same with their same sneakers and all the rest of the shit like that. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And it was like a little nice little date for them. It just made Popeye's more upscale environment for them motherfuckers to go to. It's like a hot spot. <laughs> I'll tell you, you know one saying? thing, though. The funniest shit out the whole Popeye shit, if y'all niggas haven't seen, y'all gotta go to um, Lil Bootsy's channel. His, him describing that shit is the funniest shit in the world how he shit on that sandwich. That sh- I wish we had the audio for that. That nigga sounded I saw it and I didn't listen to it. Do you nah, that nigga, nah, he was funny, yo. He was, he he's just funny saying that shit. But no, nah, I mean like I said, it. yeah, he shit on it. He ain't like it. But you know, yeah. he's Louisiana nigga, so them niggas probably look at it different, you know, Popeye's. Like, like, this ain't real shit. shit. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, shit. Shit. Oh no, I, that's the first thing I said. Me and my daughter, the first thing I said was like, yo, them Patty B's hot chicken sandwiches is way better than this. But I understand why niggas like this shit. It's good enough. It's fast food. You know what I mean? Like it's good. Mm-hmm. It's I'm a break, I'm a break. Better. I mean, I told y'all on the side, but you know, I just went straight. I'm attempting to be a vegan, but I'm I do have my moments and I will have another one come Thanksgiving. But I think I'm gonna break my um break my veganism, quote-unquote, to try this shit just to say that I tried and see what Yo, it is. Yo, vegan niggas allowed to eat pussy? Huh? Yeah. Vegan niggas allowed and to I eat pussy? Then I ain't a vegan. Then I ain't a vegan. I don't know what it is, but I know I ain't one if that's the, if that's part of the... I'm just asking. I don't know. Is your wife a vegan? Huh? Is your wife a vegan? Oh. Unfortunately, we got to talk about <laughs> that uh, um, a man was stabbed to death over argument on Popeye's chicken um, early mo- early on Monday in Maryland because that someone cut the line. Yeah, someone cut the <laughs> someone cut the line. Was stabbed outside. I don't ever go with Popeye's, nigga. I be in the drive-through, nigga, with my okay. with my windows up, nigga. Everybody did have gold teeth, y'all. That shit was gutter as a bottle. But so, you know, God bless. We, you know, we should. Nobody should be dying over no damn chicken. It ain't that serious. Yeah, I'm good. Well, what we gonna what nobody talk about with niggas? Over no shit like that what we gonna talk about what niggas want to do with their lives, or are we gonna hold that for another? Day? Nah, we gonna talk about that shit right the fuck now, man. Niggas don't be having plans <laughs> with their lives. And I'm gonna tell you like this, man. I'm sitting in Popeyes, so I realize the shit, y'all. <laughs> I'm I'm in Popeyes, man, and I'm a, I'm I'm gonna get all the way funky with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm a relatively successful, successful nice, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like man, I'm around these motherfuckers as ignorant as fuck looking. I just told y'all, all of them had gold teeth. Yo, the the little couple that that looked that went to a nice fine dining dressed in a little green um sweatsuits. You know what I mean? Like the the army green sweatsuits. Like the shit was gutted. The shit, I felt like I was on the block a little bit, but like in the safe version because I was in my car. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But but it was wild. You know what I mean? Like it just felt wild. And it's like, yo, motherfucker, you could tell like these niggas could have had a plan for their life and not be acting like this. Yet they just the the highlight of their life is coming to Popeye's chicken and getting somebody else to cook food for them for a day. Yeah, man. Let me stop. Let me stop making this shit. It's just funny how niggas limit. Alex, talk about life. They get what niggas want to do with their lives and shit. Let me get my um. Let me let me um. Let me get myself together. That shit was funny. Um, but no, I I had mentioned that because I know I 
always think about, I saw, I always saw a stat and I always refer to it. Um, I don't even know how long ago. It may not even be as true now. All the percentages may be higher, but I saw a stat that there was 78% of Americans are not doing what they would like to do in life. That you either you could be getting paid six figures or whatever it is. You just may not like what you're doing. And the whole point mm-hmm. in terms of the you know pursuit of happiness or pursuit of the American dream is to really do what you want to do and make money doing what you love to do. I don't even know if all of us that are on this phone are love are doing exactly what we wanted to do in life. Like I know when I and I just speak for myself. Obviously, I I said this before to y'all. I never had a nine to five till I was about thirty. So I worked in the music industry from the age of 16 up until the age of 30. So I did exactly what I wanted to do, exactly what I set out to do. And I didn't get as far as I wanted to get, but I did what I want. I did what I want to do. But now I kind of reflect back and I'm saying I need to get back. And you, you guys have seen some of the things that well, I've played, some of the things that I'm doing to get back into that. But I always wonder. And we have we have a mutual person that we all know, or even if you don't know him, that we are aware of. That we're looking at, it. <laughs> yeah, no, we could get into it yeah, because no. I, it, t- it ties together. That's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. That's why I yeah. thought about it together that this person was married. This person has, uh, well, let's just say they're a blended family, but they have four kids together, and now they are recently splitting up. And he's moved on. He's moved. I don't want to say moved on. He's moved and left his family in one place and moved to moved about maybe six states away. And now, you know, he's looking back and reflecting on it. And then when I'm looking at what he's doing, I'm wondering if his woman looked at it and looked at herself and said, as we saw, she was turning 40 and said, this ain't where I wanted to be. This ain't the life that I wanted. I wanted more. And we're looking at this person and says, is this what you set out to do to be able to, and Joe, you made a great point. We laughed. I mean, we was, it was a joke, but you made a great point when you're saying that you got a family but couldn't take care of them. And that's a, that's, a, that's a real fucking statement that you had a family. Maybe you did. Maybe she believed in something. Or maybe you sold her a bill of goods, but you ain't never deliver on that. And now wow. you're mad and saying they don't, they ain't with this no more. They, nah, it's not. It could be. And we don't know. We Again, we just talking from the peripheral. Mm-hmm. We don't know what it is. But, I mean, just in looking at it, it's just like, looks like she kind of got tired of like, nigga, when you going to go? Like, what? What is your plans? Are your plans just to do that for the rest yeah. of your life? Plans yeah. on going. How, that ain't getting me to Italy, and I'm just using things I don't know. Y'all chicks yeah. don't want to be blue collar. Like it, it's cute at first, but then when you realize that that's all that they have in their mind, like that's all that their growth tells them that they could be at. I'm just to be like, nah, this blue collar shit, man. I'm not with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, and if your collar is blue, then motherfucker, you you better be running the damn auto body shop, or you better be the foreman at the fucking construction site. I mean, I think it all comes down to niggas not really having like plans for their life, or mm-hmm. not even trying to execute them. Like, I have a career. I, I started. I'm a technical writer and shit, quality engineer sometimes, and. It's a career I kind of started like maybe 10 years ago after like fucking around doing whatever the fuck um, before that. And but I've been like progressing in this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I got it when niggas give me pennies and shit. Now they give me dollars and it's more dollars. And I have like plans to like go to like next level shit. You know what I'm saying? Like wow. the steps after that and then hopefully spending it all so I could just employ motherfuckers to do the work while I'm like checking in on niggas from like the Bahamas and shit. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of where I want to see shit 
in the next how many couple of years and shit for real, for real. But nah, back with dude's situation, it's like if you in a marriage, I've never been married, so I'm just gonna like talk how like I just feel it. Yeah. Like I feel if you in a marriage and shit, and one person is about their growth, and you just there, like even if you cheerlead a real hard for that person that's about their growth, if you ain't trying to get a little something more for yourself, then like you said, shorty gonna look at you like dog. We can't get to Italy and shit. If I keep doing what I'm doing, I can get to Italy, nigga. But yeah. I'm not paying your way too. It's like I could do bad all by myself type shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, educated black women. Yo, I ain't gonna lie, man. They, they, every statistical study has been showing that that black man has been a drag on them. And I know it's hard to say. It's probably sad to say, but. Like they're about their shit right now, you know what I mean? They're they're about their shit and really dead to rights. I mean, our our earning power, just based on how America is, man versus woman, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Black or white is, you know, would be should be higher than them mm-hmm. substantially. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so if you're not doing that, if you're not holding that, you know, that side for the balance of what it should be for a family, you know what I mean? What you could do for your family, then what are you doing for her? You know what I mean? She's right. I could do bad all by myself. I don't need you mm-hmm. to do bad. I don't need you to be a drag on my pocketbook either. I get yeah. it. And I think just, and I, and we, and I, again, I, I just want to specify, we're kind of looking on the peripheral and we're just using this couple as an example. We ain't say that nigga name. No, nah, we, we did that nigga name that we could specify a little bit more. We could be <laughs> yeah. I'll say that nigga but, but, name and then we could really nah, nah, specify. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> no, 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 do this and I loved you and all that and I would think you know at some point in time yeah you could love me all you want to but I need you to provide I always heard one of the things the three P's provide profess and protect if you can't provide mm-hmm. for one profess your love for one or protect them then you could love them all you want to but you always gonna lose them cause you know what she could go fuck some broke nigga she don't yeah. need you for that you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying she leave you right there dumb as hell and she go fuck some broke nigga why'd you cheat on me Nigga, cause you the same as this nigga now. Mm. You know what I mean? And even if you do got the kids, at a certain point, you your kids is kind of old enough where they can kind of deal with like the damn breakup if you ain't there. You know, I'm not maybe a hundred percent, but it becomes more real if you ain't got like the little youngins and shit, and y'all still doing. Nah, I mean you you grow up and progress and shit. And like you said, I mean struggling. If y'all struggling in your twenties and shit. Together, then there's maybe something poetic about that shit. But uh, you get you you approaching forty or you forty, it's like, what are you doing? And shit, like one of my peoples and shit um, was fucking around for like years and wasn't trying to get um, was just com- comfortable with like different like jobs he had and shit like that, kind of like blue collar shit, and never really cared much about getting like his GD and shit. Then motherfucker got his GD and motherfucker going to school. And, like, he's married and shit, and fucking wife appreciate that shit, you know what I'm saying? And he's, this motherfucker young, you're like 10 years younger than dude we talking about and shit. So, I mean, it's like to get to that point where you really ain't make shit out of shit, and you like 40, 
and you got to, like, leave to make, like, a little come up. Like, we talk about, dude, dude. I mean, this is dude's probably best job my fuck ever had and shit. And this is the shit nigga probably should have been doing, like, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, it's, I mean, I don't know. I think I think sometimes I think I, there's there's a lot of within our society there's a lot of complacency, mm-hmm. and you always have to shoot for the stars. But it, even if you land on the moon, you shot. You know what I'm saying? You shot for the top. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At a certain point, you gotta look at. At a certain point, you gotta look at yourself. You guys gotta. You want more for yourself, and especially if you got like a wife and you got some kids and shit. Like, man, especially say if your wife got a fatty, like you mm-hmm. ain't gonna be grinding to keep the fatty. Yeah, especially you got stupid. one of the wives and shit. Like, you know, because some of I see like pictures of motherfuckers I know and their wives and shit. Their wife was a little baddie and shit when he was like right. 20 and shit like that. And then, you know, they got a couple kids and shit. Now, motherfuckers be damn near unrecognizable. Shit, who this pudgy bitch? Oh, that's shorty. Word. Word. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, you know, God bless. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. But, yeah, but especially if your wife, like, through the years, like, kind of kept herself up and maybe looking better now than she did when she was, like, oh, yeah. in the 20s and shit. Like, sisters would be good for that. If they, you mm-hmm. know, get in their groove. And it's like, I mean, you got to protect that and shit. And niggas like, Anthony going to fuck your wife, man. Why you off in like fucking I don't know fucking Delaware? Hey, I'm just gonna put it out there. Let me let me just put this out there though, yo. Let me put this out there, yo. All right, yo, we've been hearing, yo, we heard all the stories of niggas trying to say that they gonna do what they gonna do because Anthony been fucking their ways and all that shit, right? Yo, we ride for this nigga and we will fuck y'all niggas up, right? Yo, you not fucking with my man's and them, right? You know what I mean? Like, all right, he did what he did with your chick. Yo, handle it with your chick, all right? We just, I'm just going to put it out there. All right, y'all. Your yeah, bitch chose me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Hey, you know what I mean? I got you, people. You know what I mean? We good. Nigga, better than yo, you, my nigga. Hey, yeah. yo, and listen, to some of y'all niggas out there that's fucking their old ways, you ain't even going to be able to go to Barney's no more because they closing that piece of shit down soon. Mm-hmm. Close that piece of shit down. We ain't even gotta get into it. They need to close that shit down. It's racist, them motherfuckers. Been. I was about to say after they got mm-hmm. that nigga with the belt over, uh, uh, in New York with the Starman Frisk shit. That's when I was like, man, fuck mm-hmm. them a little bit. But yeah. I always did have a little nice hard. affinity for on um, Barney's. Although they did have dope shit over there at Century Twenty One. If niggas don't I, know, it's just shit lit off of Century Twenty One, man. One. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, let me shout out some birthdays real quick. Let me sh- you got anything else to say on that? No, no, no. Okay, let me shout out some birthdays real quick. This will this will be special for B. You know, he um always calls this woman the greatest white woman in the history of America, Chris oh, Jenner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, her birthday is literally today. Uh, she turned sixty four. Today is the fifth, right? Yeah, today's the fifth. Yep. She turned 64, and uh, on November 3rd, Colin Kaepernick turned 32. He was actually, for his birthday, he was actually yeah. out feeding the homeless. Yeah, I saw That nigga ate, too, though. I don't like when the nigga ate, too. I saw him, like, oh, he was feeding the nigga. He probably had three plates, nigga. You know, you know, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, it's like you only more yeah, you think, you think, you think Nessa was a little bit Afrocentric before this shit? Like, or did she just get involved after the Kaepernick shit? I, nah, I think she was on it. She put him on to it. 
Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, no, no, I don't know. Nah, no, no, she not. Nah, nah, she, she, she put him on to it's like, yo, you know you black. Yeah, I am black. So yo, you oh, know what they doing to black folks? Why are they doing that to us? I'ma start, I'ma start yeah, sitting yeah. for it. So I mean I she did that. kinda wait to be putting niggas on. If mm-hmm. I was if I was a stupid nigga too, like a sister could have been put me on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so we just had um you gonna talk a, birthdays yeah. and not talk about um this nigga turning fifty? Who, Alex? Sean fucking Combs, nigga. <laughs> oh yeah, no, Diddy, yeah, nigga. Yeah. God, you, you actually took out a time to celebrate niggas' birthday birthdays. Birthdays and then did they? Diddy, man, come on, man. My Vernon's old King Diddy. Yeah, I guess he. Had, that's probably why he had that revolt uh, joint out there. He had a big ass party out there. And uh, in LA, I've been y'all, nigga. I went to like about four Diddy parties. That nigga was literally thirty three for three years in a row. He never turned thirty four. Hmm. But shout out to Diddy, um, turning fifty. Hip hop is aging well. At least our our generation of hip hop is aging very well. You know, what I'm saying niggas look still, niggas still look good, niggas still look healthy and shit like that. But shout out like, about Lord Jamar, yo. That nigga still be on like fucking um, DJ Flash shit, like complaining about faggots and uh, white folks and shit, yo. I'm just but mad at the venue that he chooses. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I respect the brand new being niggas, but I, I'm mad at the venue he chooses. We should not be fucking with DJ Vlad and Lord Jamar. It makes him seem a certain way, maybe even contradictory to to a lot of his messages by fucking with DJ Vlad. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. Um. Oh, I was actually about to get into sports. Um. Actually, mm-hmm. the NFL. Just had week nine. I know uh, Thursday night football happened. We didn't all didn't get a. We recorded on Tuesday, so we didn't get a. Greatest team in the NFL is 49ers, too. I agree. And after after that, when even before we went to the weekend, I I said the 49ers that that was a gut check win, and that's exactly what I was saying. I said that when the 49ers proved that they could win when they stacked the box and they can't run, and Jimmy Garoppolo steps up and do what he did on Thursday, that makes them look that makes them look unstoppable. Because the defense wasn't even as popping as they were for the previous weeks. Fucked up my little fantasy team, but I still won. But, mm-hmm. you know. Juan Alexander hurt, too. Yeah, out for, out for the year. But uh, Fred Warner, mm-hmm. his name? Fred Warner? Fred Warner out of Nebraska, who's mm-hmm. the backup. He's good. He's good. Not, he's not he's not Quan, but he's he's still good. And as long as that front three or four is still popping, they're going to be they're gonna be, be able to, to um, help help out. But uh, 49ers, they didn't destroy, but they had a great game. They had a gut check game, and it was a game that Jimmy Garoppolo won as opposed to the defense dominating or Mm -hmm. the running game dominating that he was able to stand tall. And as I remember when I was talking about when they first got Emmanuel Sanders, I said he knows the offense. He'll be able to fit right in. He had a big game as well. Um, Giants, Monday night, they hung in there as long as they could with the talent that they had, but then obviously the talent of the Cowboys took over and they – and they ended up winning. Um, Raiders had a gut check win, and that had they had won the previous week, we'd be five and three, basically going to play uh, San Diego for first place. We'd be tied for first place if we win because we got a game. Had they had won, you know a nigga trash team. If you talk about if you could have won, <laughs> nah, they won. They won nah, this. Nigga, y'all they didn't did, win. They did win. Nah, yeah, we, you won this one. Let's not talk about. Let's not talk about the shit you lost. We lost on some. That was the game we lost when the nigga kicked uh, Deshaun Watson in the head and gouged his eye out. He still threw the touchdown one eye. So like, y'all that four was and four? 
match. Yeah, we fought, which is which is good for me. Hmm. Like yeah. you know, what I'm saying that's that's the after. I ain't been one of them type of teams in a long time. You know, what I'm saying 49ers undefeated. Like I don't know nothing about that. You just got there. <laughs> just getting it. A long time. I don't know nothing about that hey, shit. Joe, 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 I still feel good about Danny Dimes. Um, I was never really on a motherfucker like that, for real. I mean, I, I think Joe lying. Nah, I've never on a shit like that. I never on a shit like that. I was still talking my little Eli shit, but now nah, I mean, I think the kid a rookie, yo. You know, motherfuckers gonna take their L's and shit. And I mean. It is what it is. Giants got a lot of shit they got to fill in, you know. Hopefully, with whatever high pick they get, they get some pieces to, like, you know, make the motherfuckers better and shit. But, you know, it's just kind of tough, man. I mean, it's like the Giants wanted them Super Bowls as close as they did or in 2008, like 2012 or whatever. It's like I kind of miss those days. It's like it's been seven years. And I know as a 49ers fan, it's been way longer and as a Raiders fan, it's been pretty damn long, too. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, you know, I, feel, I still feel them rings. You know what I'm saying? Them two Way longer. Ones. This nigga say shit. No, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, I'm, I'm not hating. I mean, y'all niggas is. I mean, I wouldn't trade these two recent rings for, you know, a fucking undefeated, like, season here right now. I wouldn't trade that. But, I mean, y'all niggas on the upside. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas closer to getting a. Well, I won't say the Raiders, fuck that. But fucking 49ers, y'all motherfuckers might do some damage and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. It's looking good. It's looking good for the 49ers. Their um, page just got taken down yesterday by the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. But we'll see. What, as Again, it's a week-to-week. It's, you know, any given Sunday, anything can happen. And you know what I'm looking, man? I'm looking mm-hmm. at, man? I mean, it's kind of off the side, but... This nigga Joe Flacco, when he in Denver and shit, he out for the season. Yeah. And shit. And that nigga won a Super Bowl not too long ago. Eli, he he healthy. He backing up um, the nigga Damn. Danny Dimes and shit. You know what I'm saying? And it seemed like his like exit from the team is going to be unceremonious. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they probably going to do something for him, of course. But either he going to retire or he going to play somewhere else next year. He ain't coming back for whatever little money they might offer him. I mean, they wouldn't even offer him. You know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. I'm thinking about this nigga Cam Newton and shit. He yeah. Was just I told y'all niggas he was getting, I told y'all this was going to be his last year. Yeah, now this motherfucker, he's going to be out for the season because of what? It's a foot? Is it a foot it's problem? Foot. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a foot now. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I mean, it's, and like his backup has been playing, his backup with five and one or five and six some and, shit. Six, six, six and one. Six and one, it's like, so it's like Cam Newton was the face of that franchise for a clip. He won an MVP. It's like his unceremonious like departure from the team is gonna be some shit, man. It's like it's like damn, you know what I'm saying? I mean Eli won two rings, Flacco won one, Cam, you know, motherfucker name went shit, but he was dead. It's just it's just something, man. Yeah, you come you coming up to you're coming up to a change of the guard back like it's no different than when you moved on from Elway Marino. Uh, Young and Montana and those, and then you got mm-hmm. Peyton, Brady, and Breeze. You get into the point where you're looking within the next year, year and a half, you're gonna be moving on past Roethlisberger, Manning, and Rivers, who was that great quarterback class, oh. and then Brady, and um, Breeze, because one is 42, the other is 40. So you're looking at in the next two years, using losing probably five to six Hall of Well, Flacco's not a Hall of Fame, but five Hall of Flame, excuse me, five Hall of Famers. Yeah. And then Rogers coming up right behind him, and then you're gonna be looking at 
Deshaun Watson and you entering the Deshaun Watson and uh, Patrick Mahomes oh, era yeah. of them doing, them doing some great things. So it's just it's just interesting every time you get a turnover like that in football. Um, but again, you know, we'll keep an eye on it. We'll see what's going on. Our teams is kind of, except for B, but we don't really want to give him a lot of credit, is in the is kind of moving along and moving in the right direction. I think they're all moving in the right direction, but we'll see. Uh, I haven't been paying too much to the NBA, so I'm going to just let, I'm going to go ahead and let y'all take that. I know. Yeah, the, I just want to lead off. But y'all can start where y'all want to start with that. I just want to lead off with the motherfucker, uh, what's his name, John Collins and shit. Yeah, who's been, who's been playing very well and shit. This motherfucker get popped. Yeah, and gonna be out. How many? How long gonna be out? Twenty five. Twenty five. Twenty five games for what they found like human growth hormone or some shit. Yeah, what the fuck? It's like nigga, what the fuck uh, you doing? And his shit is like, yo man, I don't know. They just gave me something or whatever they gave me or been giving me. I don't know. That's what the Aiden like. Aiden said the same shit, man. These young yeah, niggas gotta yeah. get off that excuse, yo. And then yeah, Aiden with niggas. the fucking way he took like the diuretic and shit to try yeah, to flush out whatever the fuck was in his system. It's like, it's like, damn, y'all niggas is like thinking why y'all gotta do. I mean, maybe like either y'all stupid for letting motherfuckers give you shit that you don't know, or you stupid for trying to get an edge when y'all are so young and already like in demand and shit. You like, what are you doing? Like they just getting cost. The 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 NBA is just running a new test clearly, and it's catching mm-hmm. people for something it probably wasn't catching them for before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's really uh, the, in my mind. That's really mm-hmm. what I'm saying, yo. These niggas, cause these niggas is is big. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and so like it looks like they're all all these young niggas is on the same type shit, and now they're just getting caught, and they know what they gotta do to do it. And and they probably knew they was caught for about a for a while now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it, it doesn't just come out like this, you know. You have to like fail a couple tests or some shit like that, right? It's some weird shit like that, you know what I mean? Here's what it is. Yeah, but on, on another news, man, nigga, the Suns is um balling, my nigga. Alex, how many? Yeah, it's been a couple yeah. years, but they find a whole bunch of false starts. But yeah, uh, is it the is it the coach? That's all I have to ask. They just keep trying to put the teams together. They finally put a team together mm-hmm. that that kind of matches a little bit. It's killing me, He's the, he's the, he's the best. <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, it's Ricky Rubio who, who you know I me. Mean, he doesn't mm-hmm. shoot. He just legit, and, and then a, a legit point guard with a bunch of shooters around, you know what I mean? And it's, you know, it's finally the year that, you know, some of them are starting to look right. Yeah, I mean, so, it's, a, it's exciting. I hope to, you know, hope the motherfuckers keep it up. It's kind of like something that. That was like motherfuckers weren't really talking about before the season started. It was all this hype about all the like dynamic duos and shit. The fucking Lakers, yeah. the Clippers, the Rockets, and so forth. You know what I'm saying? And uh, now that the Warriors is like dead as fuck. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, I don't even know if this nigga like <clears throat> Russell or fucking Draymond is really even hurt, yo. Them niggas missing game. I feel bad for motherfuckers that had bought them a ticket to see like a game like in advance. Not the season ticket holders mm-hmm. and shit. Fuck them niggas. They got money or something like that. But the niggas that bought them a ticket like before the two tickets went on sale. Like, oh, we watch this game. Yeah, 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 and yeah. now they're sitting there stuck with a ticket where, yo, I don't even know the niggas that play for the fucking uh, Golden State Warriors. I know the Marquise uh, Chris or whatever the fuck his name is, the tall mm-hmm. nigga that dunk. I know he on their team. And like other than that, who's the nigga like, that gave it? Who's the nigga that gave it to him the other night? That beat Portland. The rookie. Not a script nigga, yo. Not a yeah. script nigga. It's like, 
it's like yo you like it's i don't know man i don't even i don't even want to like take time to really like learn their names because yeah. and that's like a brand something. new stadium too that they open up yeah nah that shit is i mean that's that shit is wild how the hell that like whole thing like went to shit it's like injuries and injuries and injuries like damn yo, I'm i just hope um uh, i want to ask b about um what's up with mo bamba I mean, that was a person that I was really high on. I kind of paid a lot of it's attention. It's the team. To he doesn't match the team. He never okay. matched the team. He still doesn't match they the team. They still got Vucevic gonna... down there, right? Yeah, and they're not going to get rid of him because he's Yeah, but too... Vucevic is a four, though. It doesn't move. Nah, he's a power. Nah, he's a center. He's, he's a center. He's a oh, center. center. And okay. so he doesn't mm-hmm. match the team, and they're not going to get rid of him because he's too high value. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so he just is a non-fit there. Not It doesn't fit the way they play, their style of play, how he plays, none of that shit. And he deserves to start on an NBA team, but they, they just probably will never trade him because of the commodity that it is. And I said it when they drafted him. I was mad that, they, that Mo Bamba had to go to Orlando Magic, and they never traded Vucevic, so it just kind of ended up really just keep hurting him. That's what it is. And they doubled down on Vucevic by giving him a yeah, done. He got a big deal. Yeah. I mean, I saw, Vucevic was good. I mean, that, that was the weirdest shit. Like, when the motherfucker Jackson holding him, like, are they moving away from Vucevic? Like, one of the... Like centerpieces, it was like weird, but Aaron but Gordon and Vucevic. Yeah, I so saw. Like, um, this, this He'll be I all right saw, though. Mobamba gonna be all right. Yeah, but he gotta get out there. Yeah. I saw a highlight of John Moran trying to kill somebody on Houston. I don't know who it was, but he looked yeah, like he tried to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but then I saw um he missed, but I, then I saw um Russ, and again I'm just looking at a highlight. I was looking at highlights. I saw Russ trying to talk to him. Looked like he was trying to give him some game. I know a lot of people he, does, he was compared yeah. to um he was comparing my if I'm not mistaken, he was compared a lot to Russ in terms of their athleticism and things like that. Yeah. And stuff. I don't know. I have the I know I think the Knicks had a slow week, didn't they? They haven't played in a couple of days, right? Knicks at least they play played. again tomorrow. We got washed last game. Shit look kinda it's mm-hmm. shit. I mean, you gotta understand, man, Fizz still trying to play with the play with the um lineup. rotation in the lineup. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, they, they, you could tell they didn't know their, their offense. Uh, our, our two point guards are both hurt. Well, one is hurt and one is, you know, yes, I mean, yeah. a family member had, had passed away. So they're, they're away. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, you know what I mean? So it's really Frank starting and RJ who's playing like 40 minutes. And now everybody is like up and up, uproar about that. Shit. Oh yeah. Like he ain't you know fucking mean? like 19 years old and shit. He's 19 years old. And check this out, yo. RJ is not averaging. So one year, Latrell Sprewell averaged 38 minutes a game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know what I mean? So, like, it, like no, no, I'm sorry. Not one year. One year, he averaged, I think it was 43. For his career, he averaged, like, 38.3 minutes per game. Okay? Mm-hmm. For his career. Right? Niggas, niggas in the NBA now are mad because uh, RJ Barrett is playing 37 minutes in a game. It doesn't fucking yo Latrell Sprewell averages for his career thirty eight point three minutes per game. You know what I mean? But so, are they they balancing that against because Latrell is Latrell's a nineties player? Are they is that what they're looking at? Saying that they they've been stuck on the load management idea. You know what I mean? Load management is 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 more than just minutes though. You know what I mean? First off, you know, RJ is hard to take off the court because he's so good, man. He's good at everything. You know what I mean, he's great at defense. He's great at offense. Like, like RJ just got mad in the third quarter finally, and just started taking over and scoring and got us back into the game. It was just too much because everybody else was being assholes. But it was just like, 
You know what I mean? He's just good at basketball and all these different types of things that he, that he could do and on the court. And, you know, Frank's really good, too. The problem is he's a detriment um, built especially with the build of the team because it's hard to take Frank off the court. But you need, with this team, you need somebody to penetrate and get in the middle and, and pass the ball out. So you want them to split minutes with a Frank. You know what I mean? You can't have him just be the primary ball. Because really, for that last game, it was Frank and RJ running the point. You know what I mean? And that's a problem. Man, so we still need a, we definitely need to be looking at a point. What's up with uh Randall? Y'all still mad at him? I know. I mean, I told, you, I told you that. People tell me they was mad at him too. He just turned the ball over too much. He's not good enough. And then and then they took Mitchell Robinson out of the starting lineup because um, to help Randall. So they put Portis in there to like spread help spread the court. Cause Randall complaining about double teams, triple teams, and shit. He had never seen these this type of uh, this type of defenses in his life. So he has to get used to them. It's gonna take him some time. Still got still got to push through. Still got to push through. Other than that, any I haven't um really seen any of the other rookies any other rookies shining like cam reddish i don't i don't know what he's doing in atlanta uh, what's, the, what's, you the, what's, what's the dude what's the dude it's another rookie or two that they keep talking about the kid yeah. Miami? oh yeah over there in miami hero oh, is a hero yeah, a hero yeah he's yeah. shining yeah he's shining like the, the, I mean, the rookies who's the are other all doing what they're supposed to do you know what i mean it's just rj's look like the best rookie just because you know it is what it is, and then and Zion's hurt. Yeah. Shit. Other than that, um, I think we kind of ran through everything. Oh, uh, the, I mean, it's not a big deal, but it's the 20th anniversary of Little Wayne's block is hot. Oh, that definitely isn't important. Nah, fuck Lana Richie. If it was like a Carter, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fuck Lionel Richie. Um, what did I say? I saw something about Outcast. Oh, so Outcast and the Neptunes, um, they're getting nominated for the Songwriters Hall of Fame class of 2020. That'll be some dope shit. For, um, Neptunes got, got him nominated for writing songs? Yeah. yeah. Songwriters Hall of Fame, hell yeah. They, they wrote some hooks. They wrote some yeah. NERD shit. Mm. <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they ghost wrote some shit, too. I don't know, man. Nah, mm. just write they just write they write hooks and they write, you know, a lot of a lot of shit yeah. happen. You as long as you're in the room and you you put a sentence together, you get the you know what I'm saying? You get the Nah, fuck Lionel Richie, my nigga, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Hey yo, for real, like this nigga pussy too, cause I say this shit, man, nigga don't never pull up, he'll never hit me up, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? None of that shit. That nigga yo, did you, you see like, that Hello? chick? You see the chick, you see the chick bad baby that that um got jumped? Oh, got oh. she get jumped. She got in a fight. Yeah, sure. She wanted to talk shit. Said the said the chick said pull up and all the rest of that. Then the chick pulled up and beat the shit out of her. Nigga, she was rag dog. Nigga, that say? shit was crazy. Yeah, I wish Lana Richie would. She was what on top, of like beating the shit out of her. I'm like, see, man. Yeah. But she had no marks on her face, and that's what she that's what she said. Look, I don't got no one on my face. Nah, 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 nah. Stop. She she yeah. Nigga, I see the pink. Don't matter. That's the cop out. The last thing I got is uh, Kanye Jesus King. That ties a record with Eminem for nine consecutive albums at number, hitting number one. Yeah. Fuck Kanye. We knew that was going on. I'm for real like, fuck Kanye at this point. 
I'm for real. Yeah. Like I wish we. Matter of fact, I, don't, I don't have nothing on it. We can, we can literally end on that point. I, don't I mean, the else. problem. I mean, the problem with the whole Kanye shit, man. I mean, he gave us this, and he said, "This is my lane. I'm gonna be in." I hope he lie, yo. Give me another my dark, twisted, beautiful, whatever the fuck fantasy. Yeah. Give me one of them, man. Make him a better I, person, cause right now, like yeah. he's a like Trump doesn't make us feel good. He's a bad person, and now Kanye is back too. Fuck this nigga. Yeah. Fuck him and Lionel Richie. Reliable man. That's the shit that's hit. like like Snoop had a better gospel album. Yeah. It's a horrible album. Yeah, no, it was terrible, yo. God don't like Kanye no more. He love him though, cause he God and he gotta love everybody. Oh, shit, yeah. But maybe not God, Jesus. I don't know if God got love everybody. Jesus got love everybody. That's yeah. his bad. Yeah, cause he shit, died and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus ain't Jesus died for that. He ain't died. For yeah, that, like he just can't die for niggas who are trash. Jesus yeah, would smack the shit out of Kanye if he's seen him. I hope he comes yeah, back just Jesus too, bumped yo. into Kanye, Jesus will fuck Kanye up. You don't think Jesus will fuck Kanye up on the strength? Mm-hmm. Jesus will have to. Yeah, yo, on, uh, yo uh, real quick before we go, who, who won the fight? I, didn't, I don't know who won the fight between Canelo and... Uh... Canelo. Canelo, Canelo. He knocked that nigga out. Technical knock. Oh, okay. And yeah. they, was the UFC fight a big fight? I just know the name. Yeah, uh, Masvidal, whatever the fucking name is. He whooped that nigga ass. Well, oh, he whooped... He whooped, uh, was it, was it Diaz? Yeah, it was Diaz. Yeah, he whooped that nigga ass, and then the, um, he ain't wanted, was Diaz wanted to come back, but the, the doctor was like, nah, we got to stop the shit. So them niggas might rematch and shit, but, I mean, that was the surest bet to the weekend and shit, for real, like, that Canelo was going to win and Masvidal was going to win, because niggas, you know, they just outclassed mm-hmm. niggas. They fought, oh, but, oh, but hold on, though. Let me, let me, let me just plug this, though. All right, and in the undercards, man, it was Evander Holyfield's son. Really? Yeah, that that was kind of cool. Wait, is it the same? Is, was it the one that plays football? I don't know. You, not, stop asking me questions. Let me just talk about Evander got mad kids. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so the nigga man and the nigga like I'm I'm looking at this shit right and I'm you know I'm cleaning up doing this because I'm having a fight party right so niggas was about to come over I'm watching this shit and I do something else. He comes in in there like all like you know what I mean. Doing his thing, he looks. He he wasn't smiling, wasn't happy. Like he just looked like a real nigga just coming in, about to do his job and shit. So I go turn around. I think I clean some shit up, whatever. I look back on the screen. They cutting off his gloves, and they said technical knockout. Apparently he knocked this nigga the fuck out real quick. Hmm. And then he just, he not even smiling to none of that shit. He just looked like he just did his business. Everybody else celebrating. He just looked like he did his business. I, I had it on mute when I was playing music and shit, so I didn't hear exactly what he said. But the nigga, I mean, he might be a thing. I don't know. He hmm. might be a thing. He juicing like his dad was and shit? You don't never know, man. His dad probably going to be fucked up. His dad's memories is all gone and shit like that. <laughs> but the nigga was mad sophisticated when he was dead, or you know what I'm saying? He was just standing there for his son and all the rest of that. But he probably didn't know where the fuck he was at. Yo. He had a nice suit on. Yo. was it Rick Ross that bought Evander Holyfield? It was Rick Ross that bought Evander Holyfield Mansion in Atlanta, right? Yeah. I was yeah. watching a video uh what's the nigga? Little Nate Robinson and shit. I guess he be doing shit. I don't know if it's with GQ or whatever the fuck. But he went to Rick Ross's house and shit. And it's like Evander Holyfield old house and shit. Like, that's nice, yo. I hope Evander Holyfield doing well. You know what I'm saying? Right. And shit. Did they ever reconstruct his ear? Nah. Did he just, like, live with that? Oh, no. He probably don't even remember that shit happening. I'm telling you, this nigga's fucked up. 
Man, you can't just be out here boxing, taking hits like that, man. Shit, it has a long term effect. Niggas be repeating repeating themselves. Speaking of that shit, man, uh, man. As far as the greats go, the one I hate seeing the most is like Tommy Hearns, and that nigga sounds straight retarded when he speak, yo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Damn, God bless man. him. Yeah. We got we got a whole ant down. Ant, start doing puzzles and shit, man. Exercise your mind. Yeah, I'm fine. Nigga, ant did mad boxing. Yeah. Like, yeah man. I and street fights and shit. Knuckles look like they dragging. Bare knuckles, nigga. Oh, yeah. This nigga drool when he talk. All right, man. Fuck Lionel Richie, man. <laughs> <laughs> As always. As always, we thank you for joining us for this episode of Better Than You Pod. You can always get at us on Better Than You Pod on IG. We want all the praise. We want all the smoke. Till next week. Peace. Fuck Lionel Richie, man.